I just had a student same day lay. That's right. A Middle Eastern student. I have a screenshot right here. It's still censored. So on YouTube, it's fine. Regardless, I censored the rest. She's tied up over here. Let's go over it. But before we do, before we go over his results for this Middle Eastern student, here's a woman that's tied up. I don't know why people are dropping off. But fine, fuck them. They can go fuck themselves. I don't care. All right. Johnny Lee here. 34 Asian late testimonials. Self-proclaimed high late count guide. Zero for Asians. Three for day game. Same with Todd V. I just put Todd V here. Other Sri Lankan dating coaches. Five Asians. Six Indians. Let's see what else. ABCs of narcissism. How many do they have? Six. Mystery method or misery method does not work for Dagan. It's a night game system. That's where all their testimonials are. All right. Let's begin. All right. Let's start talking about what happened here. So the very first thing was a Middle Eastern student got a same day lay. So how did it happen? I'll show you the screenshot and I'll read out loud. All right. Here's the screenshot. Of course, I'm not sure. Like everything is censored, so I can't get in trouble on YouTube for it. Let's begin. So he wrote, she's on my bed now. I tried to kick her out, but she said she's tired and passed. Don't. She wanted me to tie her up and bang her with the restraints. The fuck is like some 50 shades of gray shit. And then he says, met her on Robson Street, took her to courthouse, made out, fingered her. That's where I bring a lot of the women in my infield. It's this big glass sort of building. That's where he went. And he fingered her, so it's most likely at nighttime. You can't just finger her during the daytime there. So I put, is this street game or night game? He put, then took her to a strip club and brought her home. Street night game. So then it's still day game, that's what I said. It's not a club. So he put, I watched nine hours of the playbook which is funny because the last testimonial with the black guy was elite 30 elite 30 during the delta variant my courses still work now this guy he got laid with elite playbook i'll explain what happened so both my courses works during covid19 and even the delta variant which is very surprising because it works throughout COVID-19 and other dating coaches courses in general have zero. And the only person that actually has the late testimonials of all people, I wouldn't believe it if you told me, which is self-proclaimed high late count guy with two for his course. But during this phase, because this is on October the 3rd, when this testimonial happened, I believe, or the 4th, I think it's on the 3rd. So this is only four days away. So this is only a few days away from the last late testimonials, four days away. So this is all happened during Delta variant. What the fuck? But their courses don't work in most cases, except for one guy, which is fucking like of all the people in the world. Maybe there's lots of people buying his course. 
However, saying that, nice. You have both skills, Elite 31st and Playbook 2nd. So what I mean by that, he actually bought the Elite 31st long time ago and the Playbook. He put, I still need to finish Playroom. Playroom. Come on. Playbook for another eight hours. He put Playbook. I put 21 lays were Elite 30. 22 and up. 26 now were Playbook. Two models so far. He put, yes, amazing stuff. Thanks for everything. And sorry for the absence. Just been mentally up and down. Basically, he is almost having a mental breakdown. And he's still hanging around with RXD for, for fuck's sakes. He's the one who runs the hot seats for Vancouver, this Middle Eastern student. Fuck. He's still caught in the cult. Even though he got no results from RSD whatsoever, he can't stop hanging around with them because he likes the community aspect of it. It's kind of like a cult with the six human needs. The first human need is certainty, then uncertainty, then significance and co like connection, which he gets from their brotherhood. Then... Let's see, connection, then growth, which is self-development. That's why RSD is scamming people with self-development to get them more hooked into their cult. And lastly, his contribution, which is probably why it meets his human needs. But his up and down, like RSD is not helping him. I gave him some advice. He got laid right away. Next goal, let's see. Anyways, congrats. I'll post this in the inner circle. So this is all right here. So. All right, so. Okay, sounds good. That's what he says. I think in the inner circle, more people need to be more engaged. So therefore, he didn't feel the community aspect. So he went back to RSD, which is unfortunate. I'll put, I'll tag the Vietnam new student who is unteachable. He's always wondering why so many students gets late. Not him. Well, you did the 30-day challenge. He didn't. He just spam approach his way. I'll explain that. He put next goal is a Swedish blonde. That's what the Middle Eastern student said. Maybe you should take his place as an elite access student. He's not an elite access student, guys. Neither was the black guy. Yet they still both got laid with my courses. So they both work. This is the only thing in the whole fucking town that still works. Unfortunately, whether you like me or not, only elite 30 elite playbook works. You have no other options during the Delta variant, during COVID-19, because their courses do not work and they funnel you into a boot camp. Even if there's nobody here, or you're watching this later on and you're dropping off. You can always come back and rewatch the whole thing. All right. So I kicked them out. That's what I said about Vietnamese guy. Two Vietnamese guys, then move them to inner circle. But yes, in time, I just want to finish playbook and I like to watch one hour and digest it for a bit and watch another. I will also rewatch. So anyways, that was the testimonial. Let's talk about it. Even if there's nobody here, perhaps I'm here too early, but it's 327. And the reason why I'm on here at this time is very simple. I have to intermitting fast soon before 6 PM. So I came here a little bit early.
Maybe some people will show up eventually. Uh, let's talk about it. So this Middle Eastern student got laid right after the black student in both my courses worked during the Delta variant, unlike their courses, which doesn't. And I showed the proof of the testimonial. All right. So he mastered Elite 30 first, 21 lays in a row. Then he bought the playbook. He gave me cash in real life to pay for the course. He actually dropped in my front door. <laughs> so after he did that, all right, this is his 26th lay. The Vietnamese student I had at the time, he was a big ego tripper. I, He tried to shift blame on me. Even though he saw two students get laid back to back. Now he can't say shit. Like, why are you not following my steps? It's kind of funny. If the Vietnamese student actually started with Elite 30, the foundation first, learning, he started with Elite Playbook, learning the lines. He fucked himself up. He should have started with Elite 30, then build up with the playbook. It's not all game. He can't SMV it or LMS it with flirts and teases. I know we're talking about the Middle Eastern student. But, however, oh, they're just running off these fucking faggots over here. You know, not sure what's up with you guys, but I'm going to continue talking. I don't give a fuck. Now, the Vietnamese student is listening. So I called him out in the inner circle again and told him to incorporate this for work. Used a mirror in practice in real life, working on one skill at a time. Because he just did it his way as if he went to the army and just said, John, I got this. I know what I, I know what I'm doing. You know, you're thinking you are enough than getting your head shot off. Metaphorically speaking, you should have built up the 30-day challenge like my other students instead. You have to be rebuilding and transforming like the army, not doing it your way. So, are you trying to get laid in day game like this tall, bald, male Eastern student and also black student using different products? But finding that other day game coaches claims their courses like they're the best choice while having zero late testimonials for their new day game courses, stuffing it with bootcamp clips instead due to a lack of late testimonials for it. So you get confused, mentally stuck with confusing technical game bullshit that is technical and not scientific. So you're funneled into their boot camps by design, which is their intention due to boot the worship marketing. It is just too much mental bullshit to handle, isn't it? So you start fresh every Monday, fail trying to use their course, spam approaching every day with confusing technical game. Then vow to start again with the same old day game strategies that don't work during COVID-19 for their courses, especially during a Delta variant. You need to learn a new way of Elite 30 is the real foundation every day gamer needs. 
This is why I have 34 Asian lay testimonials versus their five to seven Asian lay testimonials at most, which is the highest throughout the whole industry compared to my 34. And that, or they have that one token Asian or zero Asians, like self-proclaimed high lay account guy for Dagan. And you hear these stupid fucking advice like, oh yeah, um, you got to be more expressive because mystery, fuck what mystery says. Because mystery says to be more expressive, the guy can't even move his fucking face. First of all, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking move. And the second bullshit is, oh, you got to square off to her. No, you got to face 45 degrees. Because if you're a big, tall black guy and you're squaring off, you're going to freak her the fuck out. If you turn to the side and you talk, even mystery does that. You don't have as, she doesn't have as much cortisol. She doesn't have as much cortisol. When you talk like this, it's friendlier when you talk like this. And number three, rather than having stupid expressions where she says like, oh, yeah, it's not about the exact expression. No, a congruency is king. So if I'm flirting, my face better look like I'm flirting. She needs to know exactly what I'm communicating. If I'm like teasing and stuff, she has to know I'm teasing. And if I'm trying to have a happy, fun, carefree, positive vibe, right? She has to know. Even though he says, oh, no, it's not the exact facial expression and for the people showing up here what's up how's it going guys anyways the middle eastern student he got a same day late and over here it's censored so i can't get in trouble on youtube but over here basically is that a woman's tied up there and i censored it very well <laughs> and that's some bdsm 50 shades of gray shit and for the ones that are showing up he same day late her he used the elite playbook even though he has mastered elite 30 before which is great so this is his 26th lay and with the playbook he got five lays so 21 lays was from elite 30 and five lays was from elite playbook so that's what's happening over here in this screenshot for those like i said it's well censored i can't get in trouble for it so anyways he put, she's on my bed now. I tried to kick her out, but she says she's tired and passed. Don't. She want me to tie her up and bang her with restraints. Low. Met her on Robson Street. Took her to courthouse. Made out. Fingered her. Walked down Robson Street and got tea. So it's a day game. Let's see. Went to a tea built social comfort. Then went to sex shop. Looked at toys. He's actually using a lot of my strategies. Is this street game or night game? As I asked him. So then took her to the strip club and brought her home. Street night game. I put then it's still day game. This is not a club. He put I watched nine playbook nine hours. I DHV she, she stories low. I put nice. I said you have both skills. Elite 31st and playbook second. He put, I did DHV stories. Thanks. And I said, you have the fundamentals. I still need to finish playroom. I mean, he means playbook. Another eight hours. And he put playbook. I put 21 lays were elite 30, 22 and up, 26 now were playbook. So, I mean, like from 22 and up was from elite playbook. That's what I meant to say. Two models so far. He had a model girlfriend. So let me move this down a little bit. He had a model girlfriend. 
I put anyways, congrats. I'll post this in the inner circle. He put, okay, sounds good. And regardless, that's what happened over here. So in the testimonial, like from here all the way here, you can see the words and stuff. See? So congratulations. All right. So this is why I have like 34 late testimonials of Asians, 488 right now, actually. So that means I need 12 more from you motherfuckers. Go out there and make the approaches. And I'm going to teach you why this student got so much results. How did he get 26 lays all in day game? That's not bad for a student who is bald and considered to be unattractive. But somehow, still got this much results. He actually had three day game late testimonials. I mean, for the other guy, self-proclaimed high leg count guys. Two for his course. As fucked up as it sounds. But nothing compared to mine since I already beat the two that he has for his course in less than four days. Got so many late testimonial guys. Maybe he has so much marketing, a big audience. A few tall white guys got laid. Even if they covered the entire testimonial screen. So you can't verify who it is. So for the foundation, you should dig downwards first. Kind of like a building. Got to dig down. From Elite 30 from Hard Case to Hero. Then you build upwards with the Elite playbook. You know? Only when you have the basics down do you start to build up with game. But it's not all game. So rather than depending on game, dig the entire foundation first, then build upwards. This student has 26 lays now, two models, one model girlfriend, and he was the one who dumped her. First 21 lays was from Elite 30, and the last five was from Elite Playbook. So you can get laid quickly in day game, like this tall, bald, Middle Eastern student, and also the black student four days ago, right before this one which he got laid on September the 30th. This guy got laid on September, I mean, October the 3rd, I believe. Yeah. So that was just four days ago. So, yes. And they're using different products. One used Elite 30. The other used Elite Playbook. And, of course, he already mastered Elite 30. So he's done the 30-day challenge. All right. So even Todd V released a new course about verbal game bullshit. What did your other courses, right? Like for him, how come they didn't work before? That's a good question. How come their courses didn't work before their old courses? Yet my old courses are still working during COVID-19. Dude has like three late testimonials total. One for his product and two for his boot camps. Two tall white guys. And that was for 21 fucking years. So he's been in the game for one more year than I have. I've been in it for 20 years. He's tied with self-proclaimed high lay count guy. Setting the bar low for three lay testimonials and zero for Asians. I mean, they're bragging about, oh, it's cold approach. Ugh. No, no. First of all, cold approach does not lump night game bullshit with day game. Because one day game late testimonial is worth more than 50 night game testimonials. 
which is worth more than 100 Tinder late testimonials, which doesn't even fucking count. Tinder, guys, set the bar so low. I mean, who gives a shit about Tinder? There's no skills involved. It's just displaying white meat. When you display white meat and the women likes it, oh, that's a lay now? That doesn't count towards your lay count. It's like, how many lays do you have without Tinder? It's like 400 or something. Well, that's the real lay count. It's so stupid. Tinder does not count. Tinder is just displaying white meat. That's all it is. Just here it is on the shelf. There's white turkey, white turkey. Oh, they're testimonials. Yet only a small percentage of their student get results. And now they're giving you a guarantee. They're like, oh, if you you know, go to my course and do everything on it, then he'll give you a refund if you don't get results. You know, I know how to copyright. So I know how to write guarantees. The reason why I don't need a guarantee is because so many students get results. It's almost automatic if you just do what I say. Like I have the most late testimonials. I don't even need a guarantee. It's like the best fucking courses. If the playbook got this Middle Eastern student laid and the black guy got laid with Elite 30, I don't even need a fucking guarantee. Just fucking do your approaches and follow the steps which i'll tell you later on exactly how they're done so you can replicate their success if you have my products already or you want to get it since my products are the only thing that works there in the delta variant for day game and it's the only covid19 product out there that ever got student late testimonials so many of them me they have zero late testimonials for their product, yet you're still worshipping. You're worshipping dating coaches. It's like white worship. And I like white people. I think white people are cool. So don't get me wrong. I don't want to be racist or you know, don't want to sound like I'm racist. I have white friends. I have white students. But however, there's a lot of white worship that happens in this industry. I even have a student. I won't say his ethnicity, but if you're watching this right now, you know who you are. You're worshiping white dating coaches like him. And it's like, okay, it's like, oh, look at all his results. It's like a fucking Poen field. Poo. Well, it's just a tall white guy walking women into a room. I don't see any fucking same day lays. There's no fucking proof. There's a difference between evidence and proof. So far, I've seen no proof. No proof of their students' lays either, whatsoever. I post my students' lays. All the fucking time. You seen her tied up in that screenshot. <laughs> Even for the black student, the elite 30 guy, he sent me two videos with the sex audio when he's fucking her. Of course, I'm not going to post it for legal reasons. So, however, saying that, I digress. Let's get back to it so I can finish this video and focus on intermittent fasting so I can get a meal before 6 p.m. Yeah, my hair is really fucked up today. Don't mind it. It's really looking like shit. I'm, I never had such a bad hair day in a long fucking time. The hair is not cooperating. It's like has a mind of its own. All right. So the Middle Eastern student was the guy who hosted the RSD free tours in Vancouver. Believe it or not, he doesn't use their game. So he uses mine because RSD stuff doesn't work. And you know why this made me so fucking pissed? was because he was still brainwashed. He was still hanging around Tyler right now in RSD crew. I thought I got him away from that shit. But he's like, oh, yeah, um, 
I still don't want to burn bridges with RSD. Dude, RSD got you zero fucking lays to the Tall Mill Eastern Steel. Zero fucking lays. I got you 26 lays. And this is what makes me pissed off. I think RSD, last time around when I made all these RSD videos, people don't get the fucking point. I got so much more shit to say. Way more shit. But this high vibrational energy bullshit. And you are enough concept, which is bullshit. You are not enough. And this is going to be the most painful thing you hear in a long fucking time. All right, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Here's the problem. And here's the solution. I was trying to get people to stop worshiping other dating coaches. The thing is, at the time, you know, day gamers were worshiping or who worship other dating coaches, then got no results. They were stuck, they were gaslighted, and they were confused. The big problem was that their courses were designed to be as confusing as possible, technical, not scientific, due to status maxing and mental bullshit, which will get you more advantage during a pandemic in shithole, third world, Eastern European countries or Brazil. That meant people were so busy worshipping. They realize now that worshipping dating coaches claiming they are the best with no has no fucking correlation between that and how many late testimonials they have for day game. So I say go with a day game coach with the most Asian laid testimonials for day game. In the most Indian, where they only have one in India, yet you worship. I have the most for day game there. I have more Asian late testimonials than they have for their day game late testimonials altogether, which is literally this saying stupid zombie shit. You're learning things the wrong way with the wrong neural pathways, with the wrong thoughts, the wrong half-truth mental bullshit. Then something amazing happened. I taught them during the Delta variant. There is an algorithm for the lockdown. Every single lockdown has a different algorithm. You can't day game the same way. So lockdown one was more about social calibrations, body language, not social skills, not game. Like you hear this stupid fucking advice. Oh, yeah, you just square off to her. Don't be stiff and be expressive. So stupid, man. Like fucking. This is what happens when you have like zero fucking Asian lay testimonials and three in total. That means every one of their advice is fucking bullshit. Everything that Todd V says, who tied with it over there, zero fucking lay testimonials and three in total, their advice is what they call worthless advice. If you have less than five or six day game lay testimonials, you have something called worthless advice. It means I don't give a fuck what you think about this. You have not earned the right. If their products have less, actually, nobody else besides me, Johnny Elite, actually has the day game late testimonials from their product outside of self-proclaimed high lay count guy, which I already have more in this fucking four days than he has. So ridiculous. All right. Lockdown two was all social, all social calibrations and a little bit of social skills. Lockdown three was all social skills for the Delta variant. All social calibrations, a bit of playbook, just like in the Middle Eastern student. I mean, I mean that's Delta. That's Delta. It's not like third. Okay. 
I wrote this wrong. But my point is this. Lockdown 3 was more like social calibrations, a little bit of social skills. But enough. You need both. But however, Delta is less social skills, more social calibrations, and a little bit of the playbook this time, which is kind of strange. I didn't think you need that kind of game tactics. This is the thing about these stupid cocksuckers. They're always talking about, oh, it's you got to use the right strategies and the right tactics, the strategies. The str That's what happens when you're white and you're SMVing it. It's like a samurai saying, oh, look how big my sword is. Look how big my sword is. Uh, my samurai sword over there. But a ninja is different. A ninja has to keep training. These guys will go out there every single fucking day just SMVing it or LMSing it. When you're not a samurai like me, you're a ninja. You have to practice like a ninja when you are at home. You got to practice in front of the mirror, which I'm starting to do more often now. And that's the reason why my students can close within like less than five approaches. Like this guy, he just Friday, he just makes an approach. And he already closes. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? Of course, he's my student. He went through Elite 30. But I'm going to tell you how it's done. Okay? I'm going to tell you. So it became crystal clear to me that how do I get the students laid back to back during the Delta variant? And it's only days apart because I saw there was no shortcut. The formula is three things, actually. I'm going to tell you guys what the real formula is since you stayed here all this time. The formula is physical changes. That means supplementation for your ADHD fucking brain or your autistic shit like ashwagandha and adrenal stress. It also means your fashion and hairstyle. Of course, he dismisses, oh, blazers are try hard. They only attract like gold diggers. Where the fuck do they get this idea from? It's about 20 out of 35. It hits so many fucking algorithms. It hits so many algorithms. Husband material. You know, makes you look rich, raises your money <laughs> and a little bit of your status for your job. It raises your looks. It makes you in the in fucking tribe, in tribe, not the out tribe. When you try to just touch your way to victory, having no fucking clue, doing the three second rule bullshit. Because if you look at ABCs, they only have six laid testimonials and they have three, six, three for day game, six, three, six, three. Does the misery method work? For day game, it works for night game for ABCs. It works for self proclaimed high lake kind of guy, but does it work for day game? Fuck no, because this autistic shit, ABCs call it verbals, conversational skills, verbals, inner game. I don't teach inner game. I don't teach inner, like, I do have an inner game section. It sucks I have to bring it out now for the Delta variant because a lot of people became ADHD autistic cunts. However, before that, it was not emphasized over the nonverbal communication. But if that's all they have, then obviously the misery method is what they call reasoning by analogy. Elon Musk says if you reason it by analogy, then you'll be saying stuff like, oh, um, you know, people don't like cars because we always use horses and therefore cars is not necessary. That's like back then. That's reasoning by analogy by the past. It's like saying because mystery said this or RSD said that. Well, fuck mystery. I started in 2001. So you're like, John, you don't look that old. Yeah, I, I know. Okay, I, But I do have gray hairs and shit. Like, I'm not joking. See? 
And most likely, I'm probably way fucking older than he is. And not to mention, if he started like going to RSD in 2012, that's when I started teaching day game. I started in 2001 as a PUA all the way. And I started teaching in 2012 online. I started 2014 until now. I think I have about nine years of experience teaching day game. So it's not like I'm a fucking rookie that's teaching day game. <laughs> I'm a guy with a lot of fucking teaching experience. I've been the coach longer than they have been the PUA. Of course, I got to double check the dates, but 2012 was my start date. All right. So here's the formula. Physical changes like supplement, fashion, hairstyle. Mindsets. I basically, basically have given a playlist to my other students. Now I'll show you what this playlist is. For the mindsets, this is a student, Indian student who lost his virginity. So I made a new secret playlist that only my students can see. And I'll show it to you right now. You need to go through this 14 videos right here. Do not try to copy it down. I would... The black student before went through all 14 videos. And he automatically started approaching for 8.30. He started to build his habits because he watched the mindset videos. If you are my student, okay, and you bought my products, you can go ahead and send me a message on Skype. Say, John, can I have the playlist? Yes, it automatically unlocks your mind. Some of this is military. Some of this is from other industries. They're not day game related. It takes away your excuses. And it makes you take action. This is not some RSD shit. I put exactly 14 videos where somehow your brain will just unlock itself. You'll stop making excuses and stop being a cunt. All right. So number one, physical changes. Because if you don't change physically, you dress like self-proclaimed highly account guy students. You just pull a night game. Pull when nothing happens except for two students. You know, fucking three late testimonials total and zero for Asians. That's what you do when you dress like shit and dismiss things like the fashion. Say, oh, blazers are try hard. This or suits are this is a blazer, not a fucking suit. Second of all, you know, 488 late pull testimonials. More about the mirror exercises, please. All right. So basically, if you go to Walmart, you can actually buy a mirror for 30 fucking dollars. $30 is hardly anything. And what you do is that you practice Elite 30 in front of the mirror. Are you one of my old students? You knew so much about nutrition. Were you the guy who taught me or are you somebody else? Because I'm still intermittent fasting. Anyways, what you can do with the mirror is that you can use your camera on your phone, bounce it off of the mirror and record yourself. So you can still look at yourself in the mirror. So you don't need to approach every single fucking day. You're like, what? But I thought you're supposed to approach enough because you are enough. If you just make enough approaches, you could automatically use a number. It's not happening during Delta variant, guys. It's not happening. No, I did not teach you about nutrition, but I could. Uh, 30 years of nutrition study here. All right, cool. I used to have a chiropractor, right? My personal chiropractor. You're not him, right? You're somebody else, I guess. But maybe a similar kind of name. I just thought you were him. 
you taught me so much about nutrition, which I'm using for my students. But if that's not you, then regardless, um, yeah, maybe contact me, you know, we'll get in touch. I have a lot of nutritional advice for my students. I found a cure for ADHD because my Filipino student, the new guy, found a new pill that's able to get them over it. So the physical changes includes that supplementation and all that stuff. All right. So basically speaking about that hairstyle, the black student got a haircut, got him laid. You know, Middle Eastern student wears my fashion, this brown pants. It's all relative. That means if you take any of these algorithms and you fuck it up, you wouldn't get laid. So you got the wrong fashion. You wouldn't get the kind of student results that my student results will have. You don't use the same supplementation. I was a guy who wrote a long post about lowering cortisol and adrenaline with drugs. Okay. Well, regardless, I found a new way to lower adrenaline. And it has. I took this before the YouTube live. Otherwise, I'd be kind of pissed off or, you know, with a killer instinct. Like most of the time, you know, I always feel like, you know, ripping somebody's head off from their fucking shoulders or headbutting them in the fucking nose. Metaphorically speaking, of course, maybe for me, my testosterone is extremely fucking high. It's so fucking high that is nearly like, it's like 85, T85 out of 90. It's hard to get a blood test for this because I have low bone density. And it makes me aggressive. That's probably where the adrenaline is coming from. I'm always in the fight mode. But today, hopefully, as time goes on, I get calmer and calmer. But anyways, physical changes, mindsets, which the students had to do. Like They had to write 10 takeaways for each of these videos here. I won't show you what they are. But once they watch all the videos and they write the 10 takeaways, automatically their mind opens. Now they can do the 30-day challenge, which is the third component, which is called, yeah, the 30-day challenge. Getting through 30 days means you need to practice all 30 days of Elite 30, one skill at a time. And most of, so about the mirror, okay, just to get back to the point and about practicing, the idea is that most people say you have to go out every single day. No, I practice so much in front of the mirror on the first approach, that's it. It's like everything is perfect, like Kaizen, like a ninja. That's the word, ninja, not a samurai. Samurai can have shit body language, go out there and try to numbers game it. Doesn't work anymore during Delta. None of their students or any of their students are getting any results. None of their products are working during Delta or COVID-19. Delta is going to kick your fucking ass, all of you, if you don't follow my advice. Physical changes put this higher physical changes mindset changes of this playlist like i said if you're my student email me or um ask me on skype can i have the playlist john i want to unlock my mindset so i can take the 30-day challenge you can use the fucking mirror to practice the first half of your 30-day challenge you practice for a few hours in the front of the mirror that one fucking skill and this is the thing they don't understand when you have to work at one skill at a time, most of my students that are shitty, I kicked out three students recently from Elite Access. Although it does have a very high success rate, these motherfuckers wouldn't learn shit. These Vietnamese students. Two Vietnamese students I kicked out in a row. I, cut, I fucking beheaded them, metaphorically speaking. And then afterwards, I beheaded another fucking student. 
And I told the rest of you motherfuckers, if you are going to be that shitty, I kicked them out to the inner circle. If you are that shitty, you deserve a good kick in the nuts. So having said that, Sun Tzu, a general, a Chinese general, 500 BC, once his, you know, this king called Wu, Wu Dynasty was going to get invaded by Chu or something like that. I'm not sure about the names. You know, I don't know too much about my own Chinese culture. But however, he says to Sun Tzu, I'm going to get invaded. I want to do a test. You said you can turn anybody into a soldier. And he put, of course I can. And he says, I want you to turn these palace women, these concubines, these hoes, these, you know, these women, you know, his hoes and shit into a fighting force. So he says, of course I can do it. So the king was like, you know, can you really do it? Seriously, dude? Motherfucker, can you do it? It says, so at first he taught the women the maneuvers. They learn everything and then they start beating the drum and the women all giggle. They're like, hey, this is so stupid. What the fuck am I doing? Okay. And then he said out loud, if the orders are not clear, it is the fault of the general. If the orders are clear, it is the fault of the subordinate. So he appoints two subordinates, two women who are the team leaders. So once again, they play the drums and then these, the women started giggling. And what do you think happened next? He gets all his sword. He beheads two of the women. And then the rest of the women looked at them as their heads are on the floor and their blood spilling out everywhere. <laughs> what do you think the women did when they played the drums again? Every fucking maneuver was perfect. Down to every detail. And the king says, awards him his entire army of 30,000 men versus hundreds of thousands of men from other places. And of course he won. And that's an important story because sometimes you need military discipline to keep the other motherfuckers in line. Those are the subordinates. I move them to the inner circle. But don't you dare try to think that you can get away with just being who you are. You are not enough. You must make the physical changes. These guys can make the physical changes, but one of the Vietnamese students, he took more than the five or six months just to get the haircut, just to get the fucking fashion heel lifts in the shoes. It took him five fucking months. Of course, he's not going to succeed because he likes to take things forever. So I told him to fuck off. Another student doesn't do any changes, ignores my advice, gets the cortisol shit wrong because of the ADHD takes only half of the ashwagandha and he became fat as fuck. And I was like, motherfucker, I told you to take 6,000 MG ashwagandha every night, you know? And I had a big argument. He started trying to blame me. He shifted the blame saying, oh, some people gets offended or mistaken what my intentions are. So I said, get the fuck out of my course. I said, get out like loud as I can over and over like Gordon Ramsay, get out, get out. And I just like, he was so stupid because he thought I was bothering him at work. But I told him I found a fucking cure for ADHD. He was the most ADHD cortisol fuck autistic piece of shit there is. I found him a cure that can solve everything. 
when I kicked him out and he saw two fucking students getting laid back to back, first a black student from Elite 30, and then this student over here, the Middle Eastern bald student, getting a same day lay back to back. Now he couldn't say anything. Now he's like, oh shit, John was right. You should have followed by advice. It's very simple. For both the black student and for the Middle Eastern student, they both did something that's similar. When I first met the Middle Eastern student, he was fat and chubby. A couple people were going to, you know, desert RSD. They want defect. So they start contacting me, telling me everything about RSD's company on the inside. From there, he was also among the group because he also holds all the RSD hot seats in Vancouver. He was a chubby looking gangster looking guy and bald. So, of course, I didn't trust him in the beginning, you know. But later on, when he told me that he got results copying my infields, it's like, that's awesome. That's where he got, he fingered an 18 year old outside of the hostel. From there, he trusted me, so he bought Elite 30. He paid it in cash. He came on over to, you know, where I lived. So we hung out in the mall. And I told him why fashion was so important. And for the excuses, for the mindsets, when I talk about mindsets and shit like that, when I said there's a playlist for mindsets, he was making a lot of excuses. So I call him out. It's like, motherfucker, like, one of these things is about excuses. I was like, you make too many fucking excuses. You're stacking five excuses every single time. And he's like, shit. From there, he stopped making excuses. He got Elite 30. He did the 30-day challenge. And eventually at work, he made six figures. He had $100,000 on his bed and he took a picture. It's the same picture, the same bed, the same bed sheets as this picture of his lay. See, where is it? Let's, hold on a second. I'm close it all. So let's see, downloads. Yeah, right here. So here's his testimonial. And it's fine because I censored it. But you can see the women over here. She's tied up. But it's all censored. You can't see shit. I can't get in trouble on YouTube. She's spreading her legs, tied up. And from there, same bed, same everything. The cash was on top before. And he says, it's thank to, thanks to you, Elite 30, and also your advice about not making excuses. So this ties in to the current day Delta variant. How to succeed. Physical changes. So I said you were chubby and you dressed like shit. I remember I was dressed really well. So I was wearing Zara clothing, more streetwear. And this girl kept touching my fucking face. I'm not sure if she has some mental illnesses or something, but she starts flirting with me like crazy in front of him, you know, because he told me that he got, you know, some results already. I was filming his first testimonial, but I didn't use it. But she kept walking around me and touching my face. And he was like, what the fuck, right? It's like, we could have banged her in the corner. And it's like, yeah, we could have, but we don't have time for that. Then he realized, holy shit, the physical changes are important for the fashion. Most guys do not get approached by women, even when they're not dressed well. Not as a joke, but they don't get approached. Most women do not approach guys. That's weird. For him, that's a big mind fuck. 
So he realized there's something to this fashion because he's wearing a fucking tracksuit. And he was overweight. So even if you see him now, he looks like skinny and tall or more slender and tall. He was really chubby before. He was fat. But after he lost weight, then his results skyrocket. So the physical changes are important. Then the mindset was corrected. Then he did the 30-day challenge over and over in front of the mirror. It's like fucking 21 lays in a row. You saw some of his testimonials. This one is going to be added to the next one. I'm just going to bunch them together. Physical changes. You guys get it? The black student before him got a haircut. You know? He got a haircut. He shaved the top part of his mustache off as I told him to. Physical changes. Although he still needs to wear the blazer more. You know? Because he's wearing shitty pants with it. Now he's like not wearing as much. I told him to get a white blazer. After that, he kept making excuses exactly like the Middle Eastern student. It's like, you motherfucker making excuses. And he didn't understand. It's like, you're not taking extreme ownership. It didn't fucking click. So I send him all these fucking videos. And I said, you're not going to watch them because you're a fucking cunt. You know, he says, fine. I already did watch it, John. And I say, okay, give me five takeaways from each. He got most of it right except for one. And I said, you got to watch it again. After he watches playlists for mindsets. Mindsets is not in our game, guys. Mindset is how you set your mind in the configuration. Your belief. Because skill set without mindset equals upset. Skill set without mindset equals upset. So even if he tried to do the 30-day challenge, he can't fucking do it. Because his mindsets were not correct. Once he corrected his mindsets, oh man, he just approached no problem. This is not fucking RSD mindsets, guys. This is not just like, oh, uh, you know, it's like a VR goggle and they're just like, it's a casino and you have as many chips as you want. And they're, they're thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to approach her with their fucking zombie vision. They're just running over a fucking cliff or over a window. That's what they don't realize. Because RSD is a cult all about money. Stupid. What was I saying? Anyways. So that's the formula. You have to do the 30-day challenge. Because it's not trying to... It's not about like... Uh, like I said. It's not about basketball. You know how a lot of people when they play basketball... When the people was like, oh, I want to go for lay, lay, lay. These elite access students I kicked out. It's almost like they're going in here with their mindset that they are enough. They think they are enough because RSD said so. So they come in here thinking they're enough. They just have to make some tweaks. They're like a piece of shit that just wants to be a little bit less shitty. Just a few tweaks to smell a little bit less shitty. But that's not good enough. It will work before COVID-19 if you have some protector status. So how many students did I ever have from RSD victims before that got laid from RSD? I've taught lots of students, probably over a thousand students. But how many of them from RSD got laid from Dagan? Four. That's, that's it? That means your chances of getting laid from RSD is non-existent. These four people all have height or they have excessive muscles. You can't throw steroids at the problem. You can't. 
just four. That means now during Delta, if you try to SMV it and you try the spam approach, it's game over. You have no fucking chance. Zero. Only my course has been working for Delta. My course is the only one for day game that's been working for, yeah, for day game. My old courses. How many courses do I need to invent to fix the problem of day game? I don't. The reason why I don't make new courses is because how many courses do you need to solve the day game problem? Why is there always new courses for other coaches? Because their stuff doesn't work and they like to funnel you into a fucking boot camp. They make it as confusing as possible. Concepts are unclear. So when you watch the course, you're even worse than before. You're so fucking stuck because you're worshipping. You're worshipping. Bullshit concepts. Oh, because it's a technical game. Technical means more autistic. Sometimes scientific versus technical. They call themselves scientific. Like, oh, their system is scientific. Well, how is it scientific with three late fucking testimonials for Dagan and ABCs? And these guys are saying like, oh, they're like Einstein IQ. All right. I have fucking higher IQ than these motherfuckers. I'm 175 and they might say some stupid shit like, oh, the way you write in your blog, right? The grammar is not perfect. So he doesn't have high IQ. Fuck you. Copywriters all write the same way. They write like the same way they fucking talk. That's how I write in my blog. It's a skill. If it were university people or professors, then how come their writing doesn't make any fucking money? There are people out there, companies that are making over a billion a year with copyright. But then over there, it's like, oh, yeah, if you're not smart. I don't have to go in these stupid 30-minute strategy sessions, which are giant mousetraps. Are giant mousetraps where they pretend that you're getting some good advice, some strategy, and they'll clamp you when you go for the cheese right over your fucking neck. That's what a strategy session is. 30-minute strategy sessions are for narcissistic people. You give them enough solutions and value, they want to give it back. They're like, here you go. Here's a free phone. And you're like, oh, no, I can't take the phone. Here, let me give you something back. Here's my wallet. That's what it's like. It's like a, it goes right over your head like you're a big fucking mouse. And snap. That's what a 30-minute strategy session is. It's a bullshit way, and they'll upsell you. They say, oh, we don't upsell people, but they have this eight-week mentorship. But in reality, it's actually eight-month mentorship because they add another six months. Eight weeks means two months. They upsell you for around, like, you know, quite a bit, over 10K, say, saying, like, hey, do you want to join for another, like, what, six months? It's, it's only, like, fucking around 10K. So they do upsell. They say like RSD is upselling people. Well, they're doing the same shit. Fucking hypocrites. Hypocrites. But I digress. But my point is very simple. Only my courses are getting results. Fucking three late testimonials and ABC six for day game. Misery method. It does not work. Stop reasoning by analogy. I reasoning by analogy is reasoning by the past. For me, I use first principles. These are the first principles. What are the fundamental truths when we break it all down? Very simple. Physical changes, mindset changes, not inner game, mindsets. 
in the 30-day challenge, one skill at a time. Stop throwing a fucking basketball at the hoop as hard as you can. Lee, 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 lee. And just try and do it your way. It's like going to the army and just say, oh, don't worry. I don't have to learn how to shoot a gun properly. I'm going to shoot it my way, right? Why not use it? Like, why not learn how to do it properly? You know, like the proper grips and everything. So that way, you know, with hands like that. Why don't you learn how to do it properly? No, no, no. I'll do it my way. I'll just keep doing it my way. Okay, how about obstacle course? And I teach you how to get over the obstacle course. No, no, no. I'll do it my way. They're just throwing the fucking ball right at the hoop. They're not doing the 30-day challenge correctly. They're not working at one skill at a time. That's the major problem. If the students all work at one skill at a time, they'll get results faster. That means they have to develop 30 skills like the army. Not their own fucking bullshit spam approaching. And I had to argue with the Latino student because he couldn't stop worshipping white dating coaches. And on top of that, he kept... He thinks by taking enough approaches that he's going to be enough. You have to understand. I show him some of the other students who were tall and handsome. Hey, what's up? So I show him some of the students who are tall and handsome. And guess what happened? I said, this is Delta variant, guys. He's a kick in the nuts. He said, what the fuck? Because he was saying it was height and it was race. And he's a Latino. He's actually got four lays under my training. It wasn't just two girlfriends. It was actually four lays and two girlfriends at the same time. One white girl. I was like, I didn't know that. You know who the Latino student, he's sometimes here. But he says, John, I thought I was supposed to be spam approaching, making massive action, and eventually playing a numbers game until I get laid. And I said, not during Delta, motherfucker. If these handsome looking guys that looks like dating coaches who quit during Delta, you know, get kicked in the nuts, does not get results. That means you don't have a chance. All of you have no chance unless you get Elite 30. And I'm not marketing to you because, oh, I'm going to brainwash you. There is no brainwashing here. It's almost like a cult deprogramming here. You ever seen the old days when they do cult deprogramming in the 90s? They'll kidnap the person from the cult and they'll question the person so they can question whether or not the cult tactics are correct. It's almost like a cult deprogramming here. It's not a cult. It's a cult deprogramming because you're all brainwashed. He was brainwashed. He thought, you know, if the other dating coach gets results, I was like, where's their fucking proof, right? They're just pole infields. Where's the fucking same day late? There's no receipts. There's no, there's evidence. Is there any proof? And he's like, shit, there's no proof. And it's like Todd V. He walks her in the cab twice and walks once in the Las Vegas at nighttime towards his hotel. That's his only proof. Does a cab, unless you whip out your dick, right, and start stroking it in the cab, does that really count as a pull? No. I remember my black student, he did finger a woman in the cab for his pull first. Then afterwards, he got laid in the future, a few days afterwards, because he did the 30-day challenge. So do you still practice no fap? I didn't talk to him about no fap yet, but um, they should be practicing no fap. The thing about NoFap is that if you have a lot of value, status maxing or anything like that, if you practice NoFap, you get laid. Naturals also use NoFap. However, 
if you have lower SMV. Just listen to what I have to say about the NoFap, all right? Then you can decide. For NoFap, if you have lower SMV, so if you have higher SMV, NoFap will get you delay. However, if you don't have SMV and it's lower, below the 20 or 35, if you go out there and approach, you can FAP afterwards as a reward. So this way, it'll force you to go out more. Because if you haven't fapped in a few days and you're like, fuck, I feel like I have, then you're forced to go out and talk to people and socialize. You get it? That's the strategy. But if you are like a tall, black-looking, you know, white-looking, Latino-looking, well, not Latino. They weren't down in the SMV because of Trump. But if you're like Middle Eastern or you have status maxing, then you can do no fap, right? But if you don't have the status and you don't have the value, then you better just go out there and use it as a motivator to get yourself out there. That means you cannot watch porn. You cannot fap. The only way is that if you even talk to one woman out there during that time and you're practicing the mirror all this time to level up, why do you have to level up out there? Because you can't see your own fucking body language when you're fucking it up. When you have a mirror and you're recording yourself bouncing off the mirror, you can correct yourself. You can be like watching Elite 30 and say, shit, that's not even close. Oh my God, that's so bad. Body language is fucked. Then you can correct it, which you cannot do out there. Then you can go out there and approach. You approach one or two on your way to groceries or maybe like when you're going home from the gym. Then you can fap. That's my opinion about no fap. It depends on your value. If your value is high, no no fap all you want. It'll work. It'll work. But if you have low value, good luck. You're going to frustrate yourself. You're going to frustrate yourself. It's not going to help you. So use that as a, you know, approach generator. And also be a ninja. And I still have to go about no scientific. No, the, the truth is that a lot of the naturals that I know do use no fap. You know that? Even guys who come from California, all the naturals I know do no fap. And all the guys with high SMV uses no fap. You know, so if you're above five foot nine, you got some value, you got some muscles, you got some perceived natural status, you can no fap. So it's not because of the science. I don't give a fuck about the science. I'm just looking over the naturals that I know. They all do it naturally. They use no fap. They don't even watch porn. They don't masturbate. They just go out there and approach. But for them, they have so much value that they don't need the mirror. They can just, you know, numbers game it with their SMV. So they like no fap. For me, however, whenever I practice in front of the mirror, a lot of these high SMV people, even my Pakistani mentor is not good looking. He's always like telling me, stop using the mirror, John. Go out there and just do the approaches. He's always thinking, just go out there. I'm always recalibrating before I go out there. That usually the high SMV people stop me from practicing in front of the mirror. But for me, it has been like, you can still level up. For example, this thing over here is not a real gun. But I can still shoot targets with it. Okay? I'll show you. And I can still practice without bullets. So this thing over here. So this is what they call no stakes practice. This is a target. Yeah. If I hit the target, I can still level up my skills, right? So I got two of these things over here. 
not sure if I could see them. But if I were to practice like shooting, I don't need to use a gun. It's the same thing as going out there. It means it's the same as going out there and doing a sparring match or an MMA fight. You don't always have to be out there doing an MMA fight. You can still level up when you're practicing with the focus mints and stuff like that. Does that make sense? But that's what they don't want to acknowledge in this fucking industry. I literally do not miss. I can shoot a fucking fly right between the fucking eyes. I can shoot a dick off a fucking fly. No joke. I can even switch the thing like this. Now, I won't even fucking miss. You're like, what the fuck, man? That's called no stakes practice. That's called leveling up. And of course, I mean, I, of course I know this shit because I used to study crab my guy. So a lot of this military like shit, weapon disarming, shooting weapons, all that stuff is part of my training. So you can be skeptical, but the benefits are SMV high, then you do it. But you see, that's the problem. They're always out there just going in their gunfights right but for me i like to level up i'm a ninja i'm not a fucking samurai i can't just say look how big my sword is look how big my sword is i'm just gonna you know just do a couple sometimes in the boot camp even on the first approach when i demonstrate fucking same delay how the fuck do i do it mirror motherfuckers the mirror i practice over and over record myself and that's part of elite 30 module four record yourself nobody listened to the advice because rsd said to spam approach take massive action it's all a fucking lie why do you think this middle eastern student or all my students how are they able to get a fucking same delay in less than five approaches most of my students you think they're just going out every single day racking up the approaches like they're going out there and fighting no they're able to close in less than five. It's always like a few. They don't even do any work because they're calibrated from Elite 30 from Hard Case to Hero. They've done the 30-day challenge, 30 fucking skills. I have an open mind, but it's good to be skeptical about things with those. You're not open-minded. You're not open-minded. Just try no fap, right, until you approach. That can be useful if you have Elite 30. You level up in front of the mirror, just like you're practicing with this right at home so let's say for example you don't know how to use a knife when you're cutting vegetables for example let's just say you want to learn how to use a kitchen knife and be a chef but how the fuck you do it without cutting off your fingers well you can learn the proper techniques and you can get a plastic knife and start cutting lettuce a big circle lettuce you see that you will not cut your fucking fingers off you will not cut your fingers off because you're leveling up. So it's all about leveling up. So what the fuck does going out there have to do with leveling up? You could be leveling down if you're taking massive action like RSD. When you're taking massive fucking action and you're doing the approaches wrong, you're actually leveling down and reinforcing bad habits. That's the problem. So if you had to cut down 100 trees, I would spend 80% of the time sharpening the saw sharpening the saw sharpening the motherfucking saw 
because I'm so fucking sharp right now. I can't even fucking miss anymore. Ever. And you're like, what the fuck? Why don't you become like a special forces Navy SEAL? Because I'm Canadian. I can't be a Navy SEAL. <laughs> but who the fuck doesn't miss a target? That's fucking scary amount of skill. Like ever miss. <laughs> it's like the movie like uh, Suicide Squad. Where Will Smith is just like shooting. Everything is like a fucking bullseye. John, I struggled to intermain fast, right? That can only make six hours. How long do you fast for? I have a three hour window period. So, and the reason why I can fast that long is because I have ways to supplement the cravings. There's a certain craving that works with a certain supplement. I won't tell you what it is unless you're my student. So, for example, I can give one away. In case you're really hungry for steak, I, I should not be telling you this. It's only for my students. If you give the body exactly what it needs, your body will no longer crave it. It doesn't matter if it's from healthy foods or unhealthy foods. So to push off the craving to a short window period, take whey protein. You're like, what? I didn't work out. Take whey protein. Really? If you take whey protein, you can push off the fast later on. But what about other cravings? What about what do you do when you want to eat French fries or fatty foods, John, or you want to eat snacks? I'm not going to tell you. There's a lot of stuff I want to keep from my students. But that's one way of doing it. Next time you feel eating steak, take away protein and see if you can even eat a steak afterwards. You can't because you're no longer hungry. I just had a protein drink with vitamins and stuff. I don't feel hungry, but I know I've got to force myself to eat so I can make it through the next day. I eat a lot of food. You guys have no idea how much food I eat. That's true. Yeah, that nobody's figured this out yet. I eat so much food, I get kicked out of like buffets. Like 10 plates of food is nothing to me. I eat like 15 plates. And people are laughing at me like, what the fuck, man? A little fucking short Chinese guy. Like a fucking power eater. I eat a lot. I intermingle fast, but I eat a lot during that period. So I can get to the next day. Because you're not spiking your insulin. I cannot say more than that. By one meal. That's how it works. So let's continue. So now that you understand about this formula, physical changes, mindsets, before we didn't have to care about mindsets. And I don't mean like stupid fucking ABCs of low self-esteem mindsets or RSD mindsets. You know, ABC is that company of low self-esteem. They'll brainwash the Asian people that they are enough. The same fucking concept that's not going to work during Delta, that they are enough. So they'll tell themselves that, the lowest self-esteem ABCs people will go over to that company. But it's hard to teach those students. Even if I get those students sometimes, they come here broken, low self-esteem. They're actually even worse using the misery method derivative. That's why mystery method does not work for Dagan. It needs to be under attack soon. And it's like, well, mystery is the godfather. Well, then who the fuck am I? I start 2001, mystery 2003. I'm the godfather, you motherfuckers, <laughs> for day game. But I did it by accident. 
the people when I read the lay guide, I believe that these guys never done day game. They're doing night game using the lay guide. It's probably Ross Jeffries or some other person like that. And then mystery and this thing. I use it in the university by accident. I mistaken that text. It that was the first form group way back then. I thought this was like a day game guide. I didn't know what day game was. I just thought this is what you're supposed to be using out there. So I accidentally became the first day gamer of the whole industry by accident. That's generation one. But I think generation zero is much better than naturals. I wish I started one year before then and met a few naturals because I start generation one zombie game. I did not invent my own game yet or anything like that. That was like the system. I was stupid. I was like, oh, because my personality, right? I'm Asian. I am enough. Well, back then, 20 years ago, there was no K-pop. Okay. All the white women were a little bit prejudiced towards Asian men. You can only imagine what I've experienced. I cannot talk about it because I still, I try to block that part of my brain, all the rejections I experienced in university. It hurts even thinking about it right now. You still are. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been through hell, man, to get you guys this game. And I, I fucking feel tested every system afterwards, after university. I said there has to be a better way. I'm going to field test every fucking system on earth until I find a solution. And I realize something. It's not all game. It's social skills and social calibrations. Elite 30 gives you the exact tools. Why am I getting 34 Asian late testimonials even during COVID versus their fucking five, six, five to seven or fucking zero like Todd V and self-proclaimed high lay count guy? Huh? I have fucking 488 late poll testimonials now. We're nearly 500, guys. So you guys get the fuck out there and approach. Put some fucking numbers on the board, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just follow the steps. Physical changes, mindsets, which I didn't need mindsets. It's not like ABCs where they try to draw on the Asians or RSD. It's just more like the Delta variant. We need fucking mindsets. And this playlist of mindsets, believe it or not. And oh, here's for the people with us here. Here's the Middle Eastern students' um, lay testimonial. And that's the women he tied up there. And it's like 50 shades of gray shit, but I censor it. So I cannot get in trouble. I cannot get in trouble for it. I made a playlist on YouTube for the mindsets. Only like my students have. Let's see, hold on a second. Where the fuck is it? Oh, this fucking thing's not working properly. Your channel. Okay, I, sh I should be able to figure it out. YouTube Studio or some shit like that. Hold on. Ah, uh, motherfucker. Okay. Uh, well, regardless, I had a big... Like I had a big playlist here. I made it for my students. Let's see if I can see here. Playlist, playlist, come on. This fucking thing's not fucking working, motherfucker. All right. Okay, YouTube Studios, okay? And there should be a playlist. Uh, playlist? Unlocking Mindsets. So I have a secret playlist over here. This one has like this many videos. It only took that many for the black student to automatically approach. 
So this is going to be helpful. A lot of this stuff is military too. Navy SEALs mindsets. You know, Navy SEAL mindsets. And it could be very helpful. But John, people might say, John, this is not a fucking military. You're taking this to the fucking extreme. But you see my boot camp. They're being taught Krav Maga how to fight like a military, like an Israeli soldier. You're like, what the fuck? This has been the training all this time. It's almost military-like. That's what you guys don't realize. My training is very much like a military. It's drills and exercises. That's why there's a 30-day challenge. So if you level up this way, you don't have to fucking spam approach daily. It's fucking stupid. You can level up here and do your fucking errands. And within a few approaches, you're already close. It, it is intense. So you... If you don't have, if you're a bit of a pussy, don't take my boot camp. Some people like you know think it's too tough. Same with kaizen. It's not for pussies. Some people think my training is just too military like. So, but it is like a military because you gotta treat your life like a war. It's like life and death. You got you guys do not treat it like life and death because. It can either lead to victory or it can lead to ruin. This is why it's so important to study this stuff. Okay? That's why it's so important. So the formula, same thing. And I'm spelling it out for you. Physical changes, mindsets, mil I mean, Navy SEAL mindsets, and habits. 30-day challenge. So stop going out there and spam approaching. Some I hate when these motherfuckers try to do Elite 30. You have to get grit. Yes, yes, yes. Grit was originally about mental toughness, which is very common among the Navy SEALs. So when I was preaching about grit, so grit comes in the four formula kind of thing. I sent it to a new student that just uh, got the playbook. Okay, another student. Hold on a second. New Filipino student. No, no, your shoulders are incorrect. You still need to like turn it more to the right. So maybe I didn't draw it properly, but it has to be parallel with the 45 degrees. Some fucking faggot, self-proclaimed high leg count guy says, oh, you got to square up to her. That's a nightclub shit. 45. But what I mean by that is that the other shoulder has to go back a little bit. Pretend somebody was pulling your arm when you're standing 45 like this. You know, like somebody just grab your arm like a woman and they pull you this direction. Now your shoulders will line up properly and then drops it down. And then now you know exactly the position to be it and just turn your head as if your back is against the wall. Right. So it's less cortisol from her. Pretend you didn't hear that. Do not get like free advice and learn shit like that. It's not for you. It's for my elite access students. So I have a new Filipino student. He figured out the cure for ADHD. I was wondering how did he get through all these mindset videos? So let me draw him a picture of. Okay, this is all wrong. So I'm going to take a picture, send it to him, and then I redraw exactly where the body position is. So, motherfucker. 
Okay. Pen. No, this way. This way. I put. Okay. There it is. I'll send it to him. Copy the picture like that. I want that angle. You see where your shoulders are not lined up? You're actually the opposite way. Your feet is kind of like that, but it should be pointed more towards forward like that. Everything is very precise, kind of like uh, Krav Maga. You fuck it up a little bit, the knife will go right into your ribs or stomach. Does turning a girl in a specific exact angle really matters? Imagine if I was a black Negro. Okay? And I'm going to debunk self-proclaimed highly account guy. Let's say I'm, I was 360 pounds. A big fucking black guy. And I'm standing next. I'm like saying, tapping on your shoulders. Excuse me, real quick. I have a question. I want to meet you real quick. How will you feel? You feel like a lot of cortisol, right? You'd be like, holy shit, is this guy going to rob me or stab me or shoot me in the head? And he's a big guy too, 350 pounds. When you're facing her and you're big and tall like that, you know, unless you want to be like him when you're talking like, you know, fucking, hey, I want me real quick. What? It's slurring his fucking words. I want me real quick. She doesn't even know what the fuck he's saying. So she stops incidentally. Before he gets like fucking thousand, like hundred rejections and only four numbers. Like before you listen to these stupid cocksuckers. Now, look at the side here. Okay. Let's say I went halfway. I, I kind of face a little bit forward. Do you feel a lot of cortisol if I was a 350 pound black guy? A little bit, right? Excuse me. I just, you feel some pressure because of the angle. But look at this. When I stand like this, now when I talk to you, right? Excuse me real quick. I have a question. Do you feel any of the cortisol? Ah, now you're not, you're not off the line. You see that? When I talk like this, it's very friendly when you're talking with the women. It's almost like you, you're not here to be threatening. See that? You're like, wow, holy shit. So John knows how to turn off the women's cortisol. That's right. In the boot camp, none of the students actually succeed when they're facing her because of the cortisol. Imagine your big 350 pound Negro. You get it now? So I know who's a fucking amateur pickup artist based on how much they face her because they have no fucking idea how to do day game. In my boot camp, when you look at the Vietnamese guy, the ball guy, every time he faced her, the women walked away. Every time he got two fucking same day lays on my boot camp. So what the fuck? Do you guys get it now? They don't know what they're talking about when they give you this stupid fucking social calibration advice. That makes a lot of sense. It probably made the most sense. This is why I don't want to teach you this shit because you're not supposed to know the secret sauce. Nobody knows this shit. Everyone's facing her. That's why everyone has no fucking lay testimonials. They turned it into a numbers game like a big black guy. They turned it into a fucking numbers game. They have literally taken... All of the success and testimonials, and they threw it into a dumpster fire because they couldn't do these small changes. They don't know anything about social calibrations. This is what happens when you have zero fucking Asian lay testimonials for day game and only three for day game. When you have three testimonials for day game and they're saying, oh, you got the most student results, it doesn't count because there's no social skills in fucking night game or Tinder. Tinder does not count. 
They have three fucking late testimonials. Why are they giving advice on day game or cold approach? What the fuck? Three, that's like fucking tied with Todd. Both of them are worthless fucking advice. Unless you get five or six late testimonials, then your advice is not worthless. Holy shit. Talk about worshipping. Like this white worshipping shit. Like fucking no proof and just lots of evidence. No proof. Never even seen a student late pick or anything like that. Not even once. Yet you've seen this over my students nonstop. What the fuck? Not even one piece of proof. None. Like no proof. Proof means you can... Oh, for fuck's sakes. I mean, it's just giving me a headache. See, now you guys know. Most of you watching this will still square off and you'll see it becomes a numbers game because it's about keeping her on the fucking line. So in the beginning, by facing her, she's already off the fucking line. You already lost. Don't you get it? A battle is won before it is fought. The way you dress, the physical changes, the calibrations on the side. And as he's saying, just be more expressive because mystery sets up. Mis misery method with fucking... JT, six fucking late testimonials for a day game and a three for his. Because mystery said so. Mystery is in the fucking Asperger, schizophrenic piece of shit. He's a psychotic. And they're like, oh yeah, I, I'm like Einstein, right? I, I missile defense. He's probably just designing stupid fucking interface. I don't, I don't know. I'm just allegations. But he's probably designing some stupid interfaces for stickers on top of the stuff who knows who knows like i said i don't know so i can only speculate but when they say they're like einstein and abc's jt is a fucking nasa scientist that creates rockets but john elite has like fucking way more asian late testimonials and way more day game late testimonials guess what john elite has a way higher iq <laughs> they're stupid they're like the low tier, like, oh, I got Einstein's IQ. Einstein's only like 136 or 140 something. It's fucking low IQ. Seriously. Like, you guys are dumb. <laughs> you couldn't even figure this out because I'm not saying ABCs is Asperger's or a Queefing Casanova, or, but this is like a zombie sort of ASD kind of shit, in my opinion. Just my opinion. This over here, all this. Five to seven Asian late testimonials, and they talk about social skills. They have no idea what the fuck does that mean. Don't you guys get it? The naturals use real social skills, human game, which it taught me. These guys are using social skills, technical. What the fuck does technical have to do with scientific? Look, this is scientific. This led to almost every one of my fucking boot camp students getting late or pulled. Only three people since I was John Wayne. Three which is more late testimonials than them are tied, did not get laid. Three. How the fuck do I have nearly a perfect track record? It's all documented, guys. It's not like I'm making arbitrary number like Queefing Casanova. I have this all documented. <laughs> you fucking idiots. I have it recorded. I have it filmed. I have it pictures. I have every fucking text conference. I have like this, everything documented. So shut the fuck up. This is what happens when you're technical. It's not scientific. It's just making you confused. 
because you can't verify it. The problem with a technical game is you cannot verify it. It's always going towards strategy or game. That's how they do it. So how do you know if it's a technical game theory is bullshit? Number one, it sounds like empowering, half truth. It sounds like it's plausible, but you cannot verify it. Number two, it always slants towards game or more tactics or strategy. It, it's always about fucking, it's all game. Naturals don't know what the fuck game is, but it's always, it's more game. That's how you know it's bullshit. Number three, it just sounds empowering, motivational. What I taught you does not sound fucking technical. It sounds simple, but this is like reducing cortisol. It led to all these student results. <laughs> Stupid. So whenever you look at advice, there's always good advice. There's better and there's best. Good, better, best. I'm always giving the best. This is why they don't say, oh, I got the most optimized system. They don't say that no more because John Elite has the most optimized system. Now they want to say they have the most testimonials by far. Nobody counts Tinder as late testimonials. I only will count their fucking night game testimonials, which is hardly anything. Even ABCs beat you. Queef and Casanova. What about day game late testimonials? Three, motherfucker. I agree. It has to be scientific, not tactical. No, not technical. Technical. Not tactical. Technical. Because anyone can make something sound smart. And let's look at Albert Einstein, which they try to claim that they, you know, their IQ is like, they're Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein with three fucking late testimonials. Ridiculous. Albert Einstein quotes. And this is a quote about um, simplicity. For example. Because this will make a lot more sense to you guys about technical game. One second. Well, let's just let's see the first quote. Any intelligent fool can make things bigger and more complex. It takes a touch of genius and a lot of courage to move in the opposite direction. Albert Einstein. So Johnny Lee is actually explaining things to you guys. Very complicated concepts, like Elon Musk is explaining to you, because he understands it. You get it? Any intelligent fool can make things bigger and more complex. It takes a touch of genius and a lot of courage to move in the opposite direction. And they have this Occam's razor sort of concept bullshit that the most simple solution is the best one. Three fucking late testimonials, guys. Most simple solution. Three is That's not scientific. They talk about, oh, because they study a lot of philosophy. Well, philosophy is not science because they know how to think better. No, they don't. Oh, it's like a it's like a fucking poker's game. If you're a white guy who's status maxing, you have way more chips than the Asian guy. Because they have zero Asian late testimonials for day game. Don't you get it? They can make as many mistakes over and over again. So how is this poker game fair? Yeah, you can play different hands and have a strategy, but you have more chips. You're like, oh, John's smarter than this motherfucker. That's right. It's just like selling a product. Let's say an Asian guy, like a short little Asian fuck that they have as a student, which they say, oh, the Asian guy pulled and use them as an example. And nothing happened. He's like a little chihuahua following them into the bedroom and nothing happens during a night game. I feel sorry for that dumb motherfucker, you know, going to the wrong courses. Nothing happens. It's like so stupid. 
Is that that's their counter example, their token Asian that nothing happened? I still don't think students should whitewash or just for a sake. It's not about liking them, you dumb fuck. It's not about liking them. Give women what they want. It's like marketing. If people want game, right? I'm going against it. In reality, it'll be smarter just to say it's all game and just lie to you. Oh yeah, Elite 30 is game. Like, no, it's social calibrations. It's kind of like Women wants one thing, and you're like saying, "Well, because I'm Asian, I have Asian pride, like because ABCs told me so, right? I am enough, right? I should not be whitewashed because I am proud of being Asian. I'm proud of being Asian, Asian pride, right? I should be whatever I want to be. I am enough. You're fucking I am enough mentality of your mental bullshit. And guess what happens? Three, I mean, six lay testimonials. They are not enough." With their Asian pride. So they did a poll, Justin, to see how many eight like how many of the Americans know a single Asian person. They have to name an Asian movie star or maybe Asian celebrity that's male, who's the actor or something. So how many of the population knows, right? How many percentage of the population knows an Asian actor? They don't know. 42% of the people they polled in America has no idea of a single Asian actor. The only ones who knew only said Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. Bruce Lee is dead. So the Asian pride, I am enough, your fucking mentality, Justin, is bullshit. Don't you get it? Give them what they want. Because if you're whitewash, you fit into a fucking tribe. You're no longer the out tribe. Get it? The out tribe, which ABCs of a stupidity students are. Out tribe. You have to be the in tribe. Oh yeah, but the Blazers are try hard and what? What the fuck are you talking about? It's value and it's being in the fucking tribe. Well, I'd rather be mental than than sell my soul. You're not selling your soul, you fucking idiot. You know what? You have stupid fucking opinions. Why will you make it harder on yourself? You're not self. You're not. You basically no longer have like xenophobia during COVID nineteen. Let's say you're Asian and you don't want to be whitewashed. You don't want to be whitewashed. What happens? You go out there, try and be all that, and then you fail. Are, are you like one of my old? I mean, I had a student with your name and he, you know, he completely did it his way and completely fucked it up. He was going to get a lay with a stripper. And then he just had to dress his Asian fucking pride clothing. Stupid. Like I said, why make it harder on yourself? It's about xenophobia. Women are not racist against Asian men. It's just because you don't fit into her fucking tribe. That's why she's scared. So you fit into the Wuhan tribe, the bat-eating fucking tribe. And I had this stupid Asian student I was going to kick out, this Chinese guy. He's like, but John, uh, don't, don't you mean like, uh, I need more charisma, right? And he's like, what do you mean charisma? I was like, charisma king has zero lay testimony. No, 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 no. But Asian, women like it when I have more charisma. And I was like, okay, you're not getting it. You need more social skills and social calibration, dude. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, and value, right? And value, right? And he's like, oh, value and, and 
in the confidence, the confidence make you confidence and you have charisma, right? And then you know what I told him? I say, like, do you want to act like a fucking chink? Going, hey, look at me. Excuse me. I have charisma. I'm confident. So I made fun of him. I can say the word chink because I'm Chinese. So it's fine. And he's Chinese. And I don't want to be racist, but I didn't know any other words to explain it to him. And then you know what he said afterwards? Oh, I get your point now, John. I get your point. He's like acting like a fucking chink out there. How how we going? Right? And then it's just like charisma. You guys have stupid fucking theories. Oh, I am enough mentality. You're not enough. Yeah, but you need to be educated about other You know what? Fuck your opinion. 388 late poll testimonials. 34 fucking Asians late. Versus their fucking six in ABCs where they thought they're enough, motherfucker. Huh? Six versus 34. Hmm? Let me educate you. 34, six. Queefing Casanova, seven. Seven. Are you seeing this? It's almost five times as much. Are, are you seeing this? Also, 488 late poll testimonials, motherfucker. Versus your opinions as facts. If you were a dating coach, you'd be just as bad as crap Rizma King. You'd be thinking, this is what they call idealistic thinking. Idealistic thinking sounds good. It sounds empowering. The cost is so great. Uh, okay, let me try to explain it to you so you fucking understand it. One of the students with your name called Justin, I'm not sure if it's you. He, however, was from these forum groups where they're talking about Asian masculinity. Every single day, they're saying white people are racist towards us. They're keeping us down because of the media and the movies. But guess what happens when he dressed whitewash? Justin. No more racism. White people start hanging around with him. They start socializing with him. Even all white people, every white people. The women had no racism. And he ego tripped like crazy. Before his eyes turned red and he fucked up. And he got burnt. And then he was unteachable for six months. And before I kicked him out to the inner circle. Don't you get it? He experienced no racism whatsoever. No xenophobia. Because he dressed whitewashing. He realized all his belief system is wrong. This is what you don't understand. You like to chink it out there. But you, you see, you are the problem. Not, But they are the problem, not us. Don't you agree? No, you are the problem. You're in. Okay, Justin. You are in their fucking country. This is the white person's country, not yours. You are a fucking foreigner. You're, but even if you're born here, you are you don't belong here. If you have a problem with that, get the fuck off back to China. If you don't like it, this is their country. So why will you not fucking assimilate? It's like Indians who the ones who dress like shit and not whitewashed and being so unrelatable. I mean, I have a lot of. Indian lay testimonials, but they're dressing whitewash. They're like saying, well, I want to be Indian. Well, how's that going to help? By being a negative stereotype. You have no idea how negative stereotype. When they see you, they see COVID-19. When they see you, they see that you started COVID-19. Even though Anthony Fauci was the one who funded the gain of research. Can you not use that word? What? Chink? 
Well, I'm Chinese. I can use the word chink if I wanted to. But that's how they see you. And not to be racist. Not to be racist. I'm trying to make an educated point here with that word. They see you as an outsider. The out tribe. You don't want to hear this because you're just so fucking brainwashed. You think people would... You, oh, it's enough, right? I get to be myself. Guess what? This is their fucking country. You don't like it, then fucking move out of the United States. Get the fuck out. Why will you make it harder on yourself? What costs are you talking about? Once you dress whitewash, everyone's your friend. White people are not racist. I'm going to be the first one to say this, first dating coach that's Asian. Okay, are you guys ready to hear it? Nobody wants to hear this. I have never experienced racism in my life. I don't believe it exists. The only time I've ever experienced racism, being called a chink, was three people in my entire life of all of these years, of decades and decades and decades of living. All three were Australians, which is strange. I don't know why, but they, they all said Bruce Lee sounds and call me a chink. Yeah, they, they call me that, even on Omega or whatever. Kind of strange, right? But, however... I've never experienced racism before, unlike you. Are you sure about I've never experienced racism. I don't even believe it exists. Do you think my students treat me with racism? No, because I'm whitewashed. They're comfortable with me. You understand that? I've never experienced racism. I don't even think everything that you've said in these forum groups about Asian masculinity, I don't experience it. I don't even know what to like. People treat me like a white person. People treat me like an in-tribe. I've never experienced racism. I don't even believe it exists because I don't experience xenophobia because I dress like the in-tribe. I hate to tell you this. You don't want to accept it. But you have experienced racism and you have not... White people are not racist. White people are not racist. I know you say, well, they are racist, John. That's what the media and the next shark and all these fucking Asian masculinity says. No. White people are the nicest people I've ever met. When I was in Europe, there was no crime when it's all white people. They're welcoming of me, even though they're not used to me. They've never seen an Asian person before. White people are nice people. When you dress whitewashed, guess what happens? One, of, one student of mine before, he's a Vietnamese guy. He's, I think he's American-born Vietnamese. When his hair was down and everything, he did not use my haircut, did not use the pomade. He got racism from the gym, as you experienced, but it's not racism. It's xenophobia. Let me finish. Yeah, then let me explain. It's called xenophobia. The fear and dislike of other people's culture. That's what you've been experiencing. I know this is like unbrainwashing you. Okay. What is xenophobia? Here's the definition of xenophobia. Dislike of or prejudice against people from other countries. So it was a dislike or prejudice against people from other countries. So other countries, it doesn't mean race. It means like other countries and being different. Out tribe. So what you experience, xenophobia, strange, foreign, alien, phobos, fear, is the fear or hatred of which perceived to be a foreign or strange. That's what you experience. Is, is an expression of perceived conflict between an in-group, exactly what I said, and out-group. That manifests by suspicions by one of the other activities. A desire to eliminate their presence, a fear of losing national, ethnic, or racial identity. Like the, what they did to the Asians. 
what you've experienced is not racism. You experience xenophobia. They're afraid of you because you're part of the out tribe, motherfucker. I'm not part of the out tribe. I'm in the same fucking tribe as them. White women do not perceive me to be different. They don't. They think I'm one of them. What the fuck? Because I talk like a white guy. I act like a white guy. And maybe not today, but usually I dress like a white guy. They don't know, like, they don't get this fucking thing. That means it's the evolutionary psychology. It's like caveman days. You're part of the other tribe that needs to be destroyed. They're afraid because it's xenophobia. You've experienced in Neck Shark and all these stuff that JT, you know, tried to manipulate you guys over. Oh, yeah, another Asian got beaten up, right? Woe is me. They just try and piss you off, try and bring up pain points over and over. The thing you've experienced is because of ABCs who are saying you are enough. Asian pride. But I say, you know what? I say steal the motherfucker's body armor. This is why I tell my students. When you're using my student's hairstyle, my hair is fucked up today. You're stealing the white man's helmet. But they degrade our masculine. Oh, my God. Fucking work out, you fucking weak piece of shit. You're, you're fucking delusional. Steal the white man's hairstyle instead of your fucking fobby, like, bowl cut. You brought this on yourself. Because when they see a bowl cut, and you don't look like a K-pop artist, and I can pass for one, you fucking can't. They just think fucking bat soup from Wuhan. You brought this on yourself. Oh, but what about the clothing, John? That's your fucking body armor. Steal the white man's body armor and use it against their women. What about the pants? The camel pants. The camel flash pants. Steal the white man's fucking pants and use it against their women. What about the shoes, John? Your brown shoes. Use their fucking boots and use it against their women. You understand that? Like Sun Tzu says, augment your own strength by, you know, capturing the enemy and their resources. In chapter two, you're not augmenting. You are going about it in the wrong way. A battle is won before it's fought. That's why my students succeed. They all get a new outfit. But you, however, are losing the battle because you're stupid fucking pride. You're using inferior tactics. Imagine Vietnamese people are trying to use like, you're so delusional. You're talking through me. I'm telling you, everyone understands what the fuck I'm saying. Everyone understands what I'm saying except you. Because you're so brainwashed by these stupid forum groups. <coughs> oh, Asian masculinity this. Well, fuck. I agree with the white people. It's not because I'm like a traitor to my race. It's more like you guys are making it harder on yourselves. You have made yourself party out tribe because you didn't assimilate. You guys are giving up nothing because 40% of, of Americans have no idea or 42% has no idea of an Asian actor. So how can you blame them? You guys are not, you guys are invisible, the invisible minority. You have done nothing to fucking stand out. Nothing. If you don't like it, then fuck off back to China. But those forums are here for, no, they're here for a fucking victim mentality who needs an upgrade in their mindsets. Just like the playlist I have here is called taking extreme ownership. Extreme ownership is one of the first videos I have by Jocko Wilkins, a Navy SEAL. 
It means you accept the responsibility for everything that happens in your life. No, but it's their fault. It's not our fault. It's their fault. You're not accepting responsibility. It's your fault. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. You are blaming like a sociopath. The forums exist to be victims. It's a toxic place that should be destroyed. Because of these form groups, I always talk about the five mindsets, right? The manifestation, the thoughts and feelings. You're fucking up your own thoughts and you're fucking up your own feelings. Does he have idealistic thinking, John? Yes, he does. His idealistic thinking is, oh, Asians are good enough, right? Even though it's not proof-based thinking. That they can just be themselves and people are expected to like them. That's completely idealistic thinking. Proof-based thinking for my Asian students they dress whitewash. And guess what? They'll never go back. Only when you have low self-esteem, you go back. That's the problem. Because you have low self-esteem. You want to go back to your Asian fucking shit fashion. But John's like racist towards his own race. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just calling you out for your fucking hypocr hypocrisy. You are not enough. In most Asians, the only way they're enough is when they inject steroids. You don't want to depend on steroids. That's the only way you're enough. You can dress like shit all you want and just inject steroids and get bigger. Because you got protector status to offset your weak fucking frame. Hey, I never could gain muscles until now. I was fucking skinny before I can take care of the adrenaline. Now I got muscles. It's no joke. I had no muscles before. Now I have a V-shaped back. See? Now I finally got a V-shaped body here. So fuck you. You know? It sucks. Most of my life I had zero muscle mass. Like zero. Now I got muscles. I fucking earned it. I worked out my entire fucking life. I had seen no results. You know what? That's our cross to bear. But now I got muscles because I took care of the hormones. The hormones. I fucking got rid of the adrenaline, the stress hormone. The muscles ballooned up. Finally, oh, what the fuck are you doing in what fashion? What are you doing to improve it? Nothing. You're just a fucking victim. Your victim mentality, exactly like a sociopath, because sociopaths will never blame anyone but themselves. They'll shift blames. They have to win at all costs, and they're delusional. The form exists so you guys can be victims. And let me show off the batteries for the you know target practice things. I don't want things to shut down. You guys have brought this on yourself. And what do I recommend you guys read for a book? If you guys are smart and you want to take extreme ownership, read this. Extreme ownership. Navy SEALs lead and win. Here, let me read a little bit to you. Because you need a fucking extreme ownership lesson. So what is extreme ownership anyways? Let's listen to a chapter which is on here. Summary. It's five men disguised. Fucking ad. All right. 
Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy SEALs Lead and Win. As leaders of the Special Forces operations in Iraq, authors and Navy SEALs Leif Babin and Jocko Willink were given the ultimate leadership test. Lead Special Forces in one of the most complex, high-stakes, and chaotic environments imaginable, urban warfare in Ramadi, Iraq. See, in 2008, Ramadi was the hotspot of the Iraq War. The U.S. was seeing heavy casualties, and the enemy was learning advanced military tactics. As the fighting raged on, Leif and Jocko discovered time and time again that their success and the success of the Special Forces relied on one core philosophy, extreme ownership, accepting responsibility of everything that's gone wrong or could go wrong. This philosophy was put to the test on one particular incident for Jocko. So this Navy SEAL concept is called extreme ownership. The, the, the black man that got laid during Elite 30, he was always making excuses just like you. Excuse, excuse, shifting blame. But then I made him listen to this one. This is one of the videos in the playlist, by the way. If you guys want to try to figure out what the playlist is, this is one of the videos. As the sun rose, Navy SEAL sniper teams were instructed to go and clear out buildings and set up positions. A group of U.S. Army ground troops and friendly Iraq soldiers were to arrive in the area hours later to engage the enemy. As Jocko stood by in Central Command, he could hear intense chatter erupt over the radio. One of the friendly Iraq soldiers had been shot. And both the Navy SEAL sniper team and the troops on the ground were engaged in heavy fighting. The sniper team called in heavy armor support. The troops on the ground called in an airstrike on one particular building. Jocko knew something wasn't quite right. He delayed the airstrike and he went to the battlefield. When he arrived, he went to the point where the sniper team was supposed to be and discovered that the troops on the ground weren't firing on the enemy. They were firing on the Navy SEAL team inside that building. After the incident, Jocko went back to Central Command and opened up an email from his commanding officer. It read, shut down, conduct no more operations. Investigating officer, Command Master Chief and I are en route. The senior leaders were determined to find who was responsible for such a horrible event. As Jocko... So as their troops are shooting at each other, about to bomb each other with the airstrike, you know, now the commanding officers are wondering who was who fucked up. But of course, if it was like Justin over there, he would just blame everyone else, right? He just, he won't take full responsibility because you want to play the victim. Because when you play a victim, you don't have to make changes. You're not responsible. That's what the forum group is for. So you're not responsible. That's what it's for. You're wondering what's it for? It's a bunch of fucking Asians who have mental fucking issues that are not responsible for their shit because they're a bunch of sociopaths, narcissistic blame shifters. Over the details and tried to piece together who was ultimately responsible, it dawned on him. He was. If his team was to move forward and bounce back from this, he had to take full ownership of everything that went wrong. Even though it was a dynamic situation with many people at fault and circumstances he could not control, as the leader, he had to take the blame to start the process of ensuring that it never happened again. As he stood in front of his team and in front of high-ranking military officials, he told them, As the senior man, I am responsible for every action that takes place on the battlefield. There is no one to blame but me. And I will tell you this right now. I will make sure that nothing like this ever happens to us again. 
Giacco put his reputation and his career on the line. But then something strange happened. His team didn't simply let him take the blame. They stood up for him. They vowed to help him. It turns out that when one person takes ownership, it allows everyone to take ownership. And the team can work together towards a common goal. But until that time, each team member is simply trying to save face. And those high-ranking military officials, his superiors, they trusted him more, not less. Because when you take 100% ownership, even when it's easy to cast blame, you allow progress to happen. You stop wasting energy on casting blame and looking for excuses or complaining about circumstance. Mm. And you take corrective action. If you care about making progress in any area of your life, you need to have the courage to take responsibility for everything mm. that's gone wrong. It won't seem fair. It's not going to be easy. But it's something you must do. Because when the blaming starts, progress stops. So if you're not getting the resources you need at work, stop blaming your boss and instead own the problem. And if you're not getting the resources you need, stop going to these fucking forum groups. Quit. Stop being a fucking victim and start making changes in your life. This is what my students, the reason why they can do the 30-day challenge is because after the mindsets, they can re, you know, eliminate the excuses, take full responsibility and make the changes and do the 30-day challenge. Take it upon yourself to learn the skills necessary. To well, guess what? You're who cares if a lot of people goes with them? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? How are you going to change your fucking circumstances if you go with the fucking crowd? Like, are you group think? Look at me. I went against the entire fucking crowd. I'm taking responsibility for all the Asians. Queefin Casanova don't care. He just collects the money. I'm going to write some books that can help Asian men in the future. Elite 30, it was designed for Asian men, you fucking idiots. I'm going to save my own fucking race. I mean, you guys are thinking it's impossible, but that's why I'm writing them books. The first book is going to be a Chinese strategy book, rewritten for Dagon. You know, like Sun Tzu. I will save my own fucking race. You can just sit there and lay in the corner and die, Justin. of my coach i am because you're not going to take ownership because you're shifting blame you're a sociopath justin that's why the reason why you cannot take ownership is because you're a sociopath sociopaths are always right they're never wrong they'll never apologize when they're wrong even right now yeah you're a sociopath that's your thinking that's why you cannot take responsibility and make excuses you're a narcissistic sociopath who is self-righteous. I can read to you the 10 traits of a sociopath if you want, and you'll see exactly the same, but let's continue. Influence and persuade him or her, or make it your job to find alternate ways of getting the job done. If you don't have enough time throughout the day to focus on your health, stop wasting energy blaming your current circumstance. Instead, learn time management skills. Set priorities and say no to everything else. Or get up early and make sure you take care of your health first thing. Only when you own the problem can you discover the solution. By taking ownership of the tragic friendly fire incident, Jocko was able to save lives going forward. He put plans in place to make sure that friendly fire incidents would never escalate to that level again. He went back to the West Coast after his tours in Iraq and trained Navy SEALs to...
you think there's a big population going to that area of Asian mass? It's a very small population. Most people don't even go on forum groups. I don't even have time for that bullshit. Mindset is very, is very important. This is the mindset to take extreme ownership and to stop making excuses. That's why the black student, when he finally stopped making a hundred excuses, he didn't understand what I meant by talking about extreme ownership. When he finally changed it, guess what happened? Fucking late. It's fucking late. 15 or 16 days. 14 days poll, 16 days late. Because he took extreme ownership. This one mindset was very important. But he doesn't get it. You get it. But he doesn't get it. Because he's a sociopath. Notice friendly fire situations. The authors say the leader must own everything in his or her world. There is no one else to blame. The leader must acknowledge mistakes and admit failures. Take ownership over them. Don't forget, you're the last generation model, Justin. You and your kind. You're the type that's not going to procreate. So you don't matter. The next generation of the Chinese are going to look back on my books, look back on my work, look back on Elite 30 and all the technologies, and they're going to start a resistance after I die. So by the time I'm already 120 or I'm dead, I'm buried in the ground. Consider I don't die from COVID since I'm old enough to. The next generation is going to take up a resistance and they're going to use my technologies. I'm a sociopath because you don't respect your culture. You just refuse to adapt. You, just because you respect your culture, you stay in Chinatown. Nobody likes your fucking shit hairstyle. Nobody likes your fucking like, you know, Asian pride. You just don't want to accept that. Just go back to China. If you like your culture so much, go back to China. If you don't want to assimilate, go back to China or don't blame anybody else. If you decide to come here and not assimilate, don't expect them to adapt to your fucking culture, Justin. Go back to China. Fuck off all here. It's not because you're a sociopath because of this. That's putting words in my mouth. You're a sociopath because you won't take responsibility. You don't want to change. You want to be a victim. And you're never wrong in your mind. See, even though every bit of the argument has been defeated on your part, you still refuse, even after this, to believe it. Because you're brainwashed. You fucked up your thoughts with this bullshit victim mentality. You won't take extreme ownership. And you're shifting blame on America. Yeah, they did beat up a lot of Chinese people, but that will never happen to me or my students. None of my students have been spit on or beaten up during COVID-19 because they dress like a white guy. And they feel better when people actually treat them with respect and they realize that white people are not racist. And of course, he's not open-minded. He has opinions as facts. I'll get into all the sociopath traits. But my students once believed that white people are white people are the nicest fucking people I know. It's not to be like playing the devil's advocate, but they all treat me with respect. I've never experienced xenophobia. I've only experienced racism three times in my life, but no more. I don't experience what you experience on the bus. They'll fucking yell at you for COVID. For me, they'll be like asking me to join in that yelling at you and develop a plan to win.
that was the core message that I gathered from Jocko and Leif's great book. Their book contains timeless and powerful leadership philosophies that you can use in your daily life. All right, I'm going to open my blog. And I'm going to type sociopath. And then I'm just going to paste a screenshot of sociopaths. I'm going to read out 10 traits for you. And I'm going to explain to you your psychology. You understand that? So it's not about just you defending your culture. It's more like you won't take responsibility. Now you see why I use that word. And trust me, a lot of people are like that. On these phone Okay, sociopath. Well, RSD Tyler pictures here. Ah, here it is. All right. So, okay, this is the wrong one. I've studied sociopaths for more than 10 years. I'm more interested in studying ADHD now. Around like 12 years, I study about sociopaths. I dedicate my life for psychology to learning everything I could learn about them. A lot of the dating coaches are sociopaths, believe it or not. That's why I don't like this industry that much. They have opinions as facts. You see that? This is very true of a lot of dating coaches. This is why their game does not work during COVID-19. They have no testimonials. All right, let's begin. So first one, sociopaths are charming. They have high charisma. I have no charisma, man. Okay. They tend to attract the following just because people want to be around them. They have a glow about them that attracts people. Like I don't have that, you know, guru glow that they have for other dating coaches. I'm pretty abrasive. I'm probably the opposite. They have a glow about them that attracts people who typically seeks guidance or direction. They often appear to be very sexy or have a strong sexual attraction. Not all people, not all sexy people are sociopaths, obviously, but watch out for over-the-top sexual appetites and weird fetishes. <coughs> Number two, sociopaths are more spontaneous and intense than other people. They tend to do bizarre, sometimes erratic things that most regular people wouldn't do. They are unbounded by normal social contracts. These behaviors seem irrational or extremely risky. Okay. Number three, sociopaths are incapable of feeling shame, guilt, or remorse like you. Their brain simply lack the circuitry to process such emotions. They allow them to betray people, threaten people, harm people without giving them a second thought. Sounds like a lot of people in the day game industry. <coughs> They pursue any actions that will serve their own self-interest, even if it seriously harms others. This is why they'll find many successful sociopaths in high levels of government. Okay. Sociopaths invent outrageous lies about their experience, blah, blah, blah. Sociopaths seek to dominate and win at all costs. So for you, you can't lose this argument because you have to win at all costs. They have to lose. They hate to lose any argument or fight and will viciously, viciously defend their web of lies even to the point of logical absurdity, which you're doing right now. Accurate. That's the trait. All right. Sociopaths are highly intelligent, have high IQs, okay? Sociopaths are incapable of love. They're entirely self-serving. They feign love, compassion, or get what they want, okay? Sociopaths speak politically, blah, 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 which they do. Sociopaths, okay, this one's you, number nine. Sociopaths never apologize. They are never wrong. They never feel guilt. They can never apologize, even if shown proof they are wrong. They will refuse to apologize and instead go on the attack. 
So number 10, sociopaths are delusional and literally believe what they say becomes the truth. Like I said, I'm not delusional, unlike other people. No, we can't drop it because this is a very – because the other guy, the Vietnamese guy I kicked out, he was also shifting blame on me. He tried to blame me for overreacting or something like that when I was trying to give him an ADHD cure because he was at work. He didn't. He was so ADHD, he could not read this fucking screenshot. He dismissed it three times, and he shift blame on me twice in front of the inner circle. And I call him out after two students got laid, including this one. And now he shuts the fuck up. He was shifting blame, and I show him the screenshot of the 10 traits of a sociopath. And then he said, oh, shit, John was right. Oh, fuck. And I said, yeah, you finally expressed your gene. A lot of Vietnamese people are like that. They're nice in beta at first, but they always carry that gene. It's like a fucking ticking time bomb. As soon as they go through enough mental abuse and enough stress, and they're forever like that. Number 10, sociopaths are delusional and literally believe what they say becomes the truth. Merely because they say it. Of Charles Manson, the sociopath murderer, is famous for saying, I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I just think it here, pointing to his temple. I don't need to live in this physical realm. Justin, John is trying to help you. That's correct. I'm trying to make you see something here. That you need to acknowledge these traits and you need to start to reduce it. They cannot change the hardware of their brain. They all think like that. All dating coaches are delusional, except you know, a very few. They're literally believe their technical game is opinions as facts, even though the facts do not match up. They never apologize. A lot of them speak poetically. I don't speak poetically, I'm very abrasive. Sociopaths are incapable of love, which is true. They tend to be highly intelligent. Like you said, I got high IQ, whatever. Sociopaths seek to dominate others and win at all costs. Sounds like a lot of dating coaches out there. Sociopaths invent outrageous lies about their experience. I've seen more than outrageous. Like I've seen so much outrageous. Like I already know which one's bullshit. Sociopaths are incapable of feeling shame, guilt, or remorse. Yeah, that's the brain simply lacks the circuitry to port process such emotions allows them to betray people and threaten people blah 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 without a second thought yeah it's almost like they don't have guilt it's like they skip a heartbeat whenever they're supposed to feel guilt it just doesn't exist sociopaths are more spontaneous and intense than other people like rc tyler they do erratic things you get the point you get the point what the fuck so it's not just you it's like the whole industry is delusional the super zombies and they teach the zombies and then you got the people like you who are like in these forum groups you know a small percentage of the asians most of them don't even go with these stupid forum groups blaming asian men and saying like oh uh, uh, white people are treating us bad we don't want to simulate oh good you won't even make it to the next generation 50 i think 52 percent of american-born asian women are marrying white guys which is true you're not you're not going to simulate. One in fifth Asian men would not procreate. One in five. That's why I decided to become a dating coach. One in five. You are that one in five, Justin. You keep attacking me. You see that? Because you're, you're narcissistic and you're sensitive. I'm not attacking. I'm trying to help you. So you have a dark triad personality. I'm not here to hurt your feelings. 
Oh, let's go with another story. Dark triad personality disorder. Yeah, because you're fucking sensitive. A lot of Asian people are very narcissistic. 56% of them has the Mao-Ob gene or M-A-O-A or, or B gene, Mao-Ob gene, psychopath gene. So I know the stats. I'm not fucking stupid. This is why you have no emotions. And you just get offended. You have no emotions. You don't have any real emotions. You just have feelings, butthurt feelings. You, you won't admit to any of this. You just show everyone that I'm right. You just prove my point. You know, today I just wanted to share the good news that my student, you know, got the same day late. But it turned into this fucking thing. But it's fine because people like how real it is. People like how fucking raw everything I'm saying is. Like I'm saying, this Middle Eastern student banged. And when I hear her tied up, I censored the rest. And let me read it again. She's on my bed now. I try to kick her out. But she says she's tired and passed. And she wanted me to tie her up and bang her with restraints low. Okay, let's look at sources. Dark triad personality disorder. You, won't, you dismiss all the sources anyway. So why argue with you? You have opinions as facts. When at all costs, you will never apologize even when wrong. You're exactly proving my point to the whole world. I don't like to associate with people like you. She's on my bed now. I try to kick her up, blah, blah, blah. Met her on Robson Street. Took her to a uh, courthouse. Made out. Fingered her. So Walked down Robson Street. Got a tea. So insta-date. Social comfort. Then went to the sex shop. Sexualizing it, which is my tactic. I said, is this a street game or a night game? Then to her strip club and brought her home. Uh, street night game. Then I put, then it's still day game. It's not a club. I watch playbook. Nine hours. I DHV. She stories. The fuck? Nice. You have both skills. Elite 30 first and playbook second. I did DHV stories. Thanks. You have the fundamentals. I need to finish the playroom. You mean playbook for another eight hours. Playbook. 21 lays. That's what I said. We're elite 30. 22 and up to 26 now were a playbook two models so far yes amazing stuff thanks for everything and sorry for being absent it's just been mentally up and down yeah because he still fucking follows rsd because he doesn't want to burn bridges but he only got results under my training 26 lays in day game zero from rsd but he still hangs around with them because of the fucking cult because of the six human needs Certainty, which you get in the forum group, just like him with RSD. Uncertainty. You get like a significance for being victims, the Asian sort of like activism bullshit. You also get a sense of connection with other people just like you. You feel like you're growing in terms of mindsets, which in reality you're shrinking and dying. And you feel like you're contributing to the world somehow by their bullshit activism. Let me handle that shit. Let me handle. I'm a dating coach. Let me let me handle the fight. I'm fighting for you guys. You guys are not doing shit by complaining. So shut the fuck up. Stop making excuses and start making changes in your life. And you realize that when you dress whitewash, guess what? No more xenophobia. And then you be like, 
And that's exactly what happened to a student. When he finally got his hairstyle up, he was wearing all the clothing I tell him to, the brown pants. He started hanging around white people. He's like, what the fuck? He used to think they're all racist against him in the gym. No, he creates xenophobia. You just don't want to take responsibility. Oh, I should dress my way. Yeah, but women don't like it. Half your fucking race, 51% of Asian-born American women are marrying white guys. They don't like you because you're not showing value because you're fucking stubborn Asian pride. And ABCs is feeling this bullshit by saying you are enough. Now they give you this Asian inner game bullshit. You don't get any results and you feel good about it. That's all it is. Mental masturbation. That you are enough. And let me debunk that in the next video that you are enough, the RSD concept or ABC's concept. You are not enough. You got to adapt. You got to build your value. You got to work out. You got to dress better. You got to learn how to fucking speak with social skills. Not this bullshit here. Social skills. Fucking autism shit. That's all I got to say. I think I made my point clear. You know, I didn't want to sound like, you know, by calling you the C word. Not here to be racist or nothing. I'm just saying towards my, this is my race. But I'm just saying that's how they see you. You created it. Probably paid for the girl. What are you talking about? See, now you're falsely accusing me, shifting blame. What we even paid for a girl? I didn't pay for any girls. Like, now you're just coping hard. I mean, you lost the argument so bad. All you have now is, no, you're students. I don't think he paid for the girl. He want to instigate, you dumb fuck. See, now you're having what they call opinions as facts. He didn't pay for the girl. He met her when he was day gaming. He went on Instadate and he closed her. He used to have a model girlfriend, you dumb fuck. You know that? His ex-girlfriend was a model. Did he pay for her? He banged two models. How does a guy with a model ex-girlfriend that he dumped, did he pay for her too? You're making accusations without any evidence. That's unacceptable, dude. I'm sure. You know what? I think, well, how about you prove it? If the student paid for her. his ex-girlfriend too. And all the other 26 slaves. You're sure because you're delusional. He's trained under me. He's skillful. He has social skills. He's done Elite 30. He practiced almost every day before, even at work. You see, this is what I'm talking about, guys. This is the kind of sociopath here with opinions as facts. Listen to the last trait of a sociopath. Sociopaths are delusional and literally believe what they say becomes truth. Merely because they say it. Just like calling my student, oh, he paid for it. Charles Manson, the sociopathic murderer, is famous as saying, I never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here pointing to his temple. I don't need to live in this physical realm. You see that? You're showing the whole fucking world that I'm right when I diagnose you. 
not unfairly, because you're using the traits. Sociopaths do exist, guys. This is how they all think. They have exactly these 10 traits. Now you're, now you're deleting the message. Good. Don't ever accuse my fucking students of things like this ever again without proof. Because that's unfair. Because you have opinions as facts. Exactly. Exactly what's in this trait. You say, oh, prove it to me I'm a sociopath. Well, I just did. Maybe you need to work on yourself, dude. That's all I'm saying. Maybe there are some things. I'm not here to embarrass you. Maybe I'm saying that there are some aspects of your life that you can work on by stop being a sociopath, making excuses. Take extreme ownership. Okay, so what? You're a sociopath. Big deal. Take some extreme ownership now and just say, stop going to the forum group. I was just considering the possibility. No, it's called opinions as facts. You said you were sure of it. Exactly what this says. Now you know that this 10 traits, I show it to the other Vietnamese student. Then he shut the fuck up afterwards. He took extreme ownership. These 10 traits are always accurate. This is why you don't get any results. Whenever you listen to other day game coaches and shit like crap, Rizma King and stuff, they're delusional. Zero late testimonials. Delusional like RSD, which only has 1% of the student results. So now that you know this, it's time to work on it. So accept the fact that you don't know what you're talking about. It's okay. Maybe it's time to stop going to those forum groups. Maybe it's time to work out. Maybe it's time to dress better, dress like my students, and then go re-examine if white people are still racist when you dress well. Have the same haircut as my students. You may find that white people will start becoming friends with you, and they are never intentionally trying to hurt you. All those other times, you, it was evolutionary psychology. I mean, if it happened during a caveman times, the outribe, you were forcing on them. And you'll feel, even though you may not dress like that, you start to have self-esteem. Because when you dress well, you start to build self-esteem and your delusions. As your self-esteem goes up, your delusions go down. You see that? You By dressing like shit, you're actually forcing the ego up and the self-esteem down. You are creating the delusions. I'm not sure if you've seen my video about low self-esteem. I talked about four traits of low self-esteem. Number one, delusional, opinions as facts. Number two, spam approaching without any skills. Number three, I talked about the wrong path to sociopath. The wrong, you know, you do something wrong, in three months it fails. And number four, you completely just drown like some of the students. You have a self-esteem problem. Is working out always necessary? Being skinny is attractive. Unless you look like me, like a K-pop idol, being skinny is not attractive to white women. It's called protector status. It's evolutionary psychology. If you cannot protect the women, okay, it's not attractive. But however, if you look like a K-pop artist, like someone like me, then you're pre-selected. But you're not pre-selected. You probably don't look like me. So why will you why will you think skinny is attractive if you're not pre-selected? Hmm? Doesn't make any sense. This is evolution. 
protector status, pre-selection, survival, replication value. What are you doing when you don't look like a K-pop artist or a pretty boy Asian? What are you doing trying to be skinny? You can't even protect a woman. How is she going to get wet? You got to think if she has, like, if she procreate with you one day, how can you protect your family? That's all women's thinking, value. Was that why you have to work out? Hey, I've been working out most of my life without gaining any muscles. This is why I create the fashion and all this other shit. Elevator shoes, all those concepts. But if I could work out and the muscles did grow before, I would have been very happy. Now I take care of the adrenaline and I'm gaining muscles. You should work out because give women what they want, not what you want. Why make it harder on yourself? Give them what they want. Women don't want direct compliments like all the other systems out there. Women don't want autistic RSD victims. They don't want fucking hoodies that you love to wear and your shit hair. Women want a guy who has social skills, has a good body language like an alpha male, who is also able to emote and also able to seduce. It's human nature. They want to procreate with someone like that. My students, the reason why they're so successful is with a 30-day challenge, they can hide their autism. Women don't know what they want. It doesn't matter what you say. Women will respond. It's not what they say is what they do. They're not into you because you're skinny and you're not a pretty boy. Get some fucking protector status. Elevator shoes. Oh, no, but it does not be me. Okay, it's not about that. Give them what they want. Build a fucking lifestyle. Build a social circle. Put on your Instagram with other women. No, but I don't want to do that because I'm enough. I don't have to. Your fucking I am enough mentality is going to fuck you up. Yeah, they really like it when you're a fucking engineer. You're autistic fucking Asian. No facial expressions. No fucking tonality changes. Right? No muscles. No height. Oh, yeah. They're just, it just gets them wet. Not a pretty boy type. Yeah, I'm really, I I feel like I'm having a conversation with Charles Manson here. You know what? Maybe I cannot get through to you. Everyone else understands my message. But for you, I say that if you want to make changes in your life, you got to take responsibility. I know it's not fair. Women are designed like this, dude. Ever since the caveman days, they have a subconscious software to detect value. Women only care about 20 out of 35. Looks is out of 10, including height, muscles, fashion. Money's out of five. If money was everything, Asians would be getting like white women left and right. Not true. Doesn't matter about your six-figure jobs. Engineering. Status is one out of 10 for Asians. Your shit job, one out of 10. Social skills is 2.5 out of 10. Social calibration is a 2.5. Emotional control, which is why the students take supplements for, you know, ashwagandha and also adrenal stress. And lastly is game, 2.5. That's 10 points. So it's 20 out of 35. That's what women can weigh in their mind. You need to stay off the forums, I think. I think those forums should, like, it's really not a good place, man, mentally. Like, this is not helping you. It's just helping you to be a victim further, in, like not take responsibility. 
start making changes in your life, dude. The day you start taking extreme ownership and realizing everything is your fault, including the white people that are treating you like that you think is racist. They're not racist. White people are wonderful people. You're like, I can't believe Johnny Elite saying that. I've never seen racism. I've never experienced it except three times in my life. I don't experience xenophobia. I don't know what it's like. I don't. Like, what the fuck? My students are every race. You know that? Because I'm not xenophobic of them. They're all family. Every race trains under me. Is that funny? Because I'm whitewashed. I talk like a white guy. I understand them. They're an in-tribe. They're cool with me. Even white students. Everyone treats me equal. But they don't treat you equal. Maybe it's time to change. Cut off the source of the cancer, which is those form groups. I thought you only train Asians. Excellent. Excellent. So here's a Chinese student. All right. He's finally got his ADHD medication. So these are not all my late testimonials, guys. These are just a fraction. This is only like half of the video stuff with the screenshots. But let's look at the testimonials, shall we? If it's all Asians, right? See, you have so many misconceptions. Okay, let's see. All right. Just look at the testimonials for Justin over here. So first one, Filipino guy. Second guy, a fifty oh fuck. A fifty-two year old bald, ugly, five foot seven white man, white Justin, who banged a twenty-five year old. Then he also banged a twenty-one year old under my training during the Delta variant. Oh, look, an Indian guy loses his virginity, Justin. Oh, look, a Middle Eastern guy, five foot seven, elite 30, loses his, you know, he gets his first fucking lay from these courses. He has like RSD courses, self proclaimed. A Vietnamese guy, he lost his virginity, is white privilege. Shut the fuck up. You're so, you have such toxic fucking mindsets. Here's a London student, three fuck buddies, but he got 10 fuck buddies, two models. Before, he could not even get any results. He was about to kill himself until I trained him. I don't care if he was white. He's one of my favorite students. He was the one that made the biggest improvement. Indian student from India. A Canadian guy, but he's born in India. He got married under my training. This is just like a, like a small portion. Wait until I post all the late testimonials. When you see all the black students, all the Middle Easterns, all the Indians, you're going to freak the fuck out. Here's the Middle Eastern student of this testimonial. Bold. Here's a black student. Got two fuck buddies under my training. And here's a very good looking white student. But he was so autistic. Well, he lost his virginity under my training. He got laid during the first lockdown. Of you know, he banged this high school chick out there in public and underneath the bleachers. He lost his virginity. There's a black student again, the white student, Chinese student. Okay, here's another one, um, Taiwanese student. 
Yeah, three lays on the boot camp. Chinese student. 15 lays on the boot camp. A big, strong, he's not strong, but six foot Asian with bulk. He looks like a football player. Don't you see it? Of course they have privileges. I don't deny it. I talked about the privileges in the last video. Here's a Vietnamese student, two fucking same day laid ball on the boot camp. Here's an Asian Vietnamese guy. He looks like a K-pop artist, pre-selected. He had three fuck buddies, two models. You think he had, he goes to these stupid forum groups? No. Filipino guy. Couldn't even get laid before. Creepy. Used to go bachata with women. Now this Filipino guy, five foot seven, gets so many fucking lays under my training. Another Chinese student over here from these forum groups. Got three fuck buddies in a row after my training, and he's engaged. Filipino guy, guy's first girlfriend, five foot five guy, two fuck buddies, one girlfriend. This guy just pulled on the boot camp. ABCs of low self esteem victim. Here's a, this is more of the Asians, I'm just bunching them together. Australian Asian guy finally lost his virginity. Here's a Mongolian guy. So, another Chinese guy. Another Chinese bang a fitness model in the bathroom. A Vietnamese guy. Chinese guy. I think this is the guy from the forum groups who got 30 fucking lays. Um. Yeah. So there was one user that had um Okay, I had one student, right? That had like 30 something lays. I forgot what his name was, but I think this is the the guy. He did all the fashion changes and everything, and women started complying with him. He had no results before. He changed the body language, the hairstyle, and he got thirty lays in Vancouver. Five foot seven is different, though. Are you fucking stupid? Like you don't even listen because you're a sociopath. Let's go back it again. Five foot six Asian, Vietnamese. Five foot five Vietnamese, you fucking idiot. This guy who has two model, like two fuck buddies that are models. Five foot five, motherfucker. Do you hear that? Five foot seven here. Let's see this guy. Five foot four Filipino. Maybe I should have called her height out. Five foot four Filipino. Five foot five Vietnamese guy right here. I mean, five foot four. Two fucking fuck buddies back to back, week after week. And a girlfriend. Don't you get it? There's a lot of short students. Not just him. Five foot six guy in boot camp. Pull the mother and daughter Russian. So yeah, there are short Asians. I have tons of short Asians.
Not sure. Five foot six, five foot seven. Another one. Here's a five foot four Filipino guy. He has 150 lays. Of course. Not all of them use the height shoes, but this guy did. He's five foot four, but he became five foot seven. He's banging models and strippers. 150 lays under my training. See, you don't want to listen to a guy who basically has all the proof in the world. Queefing Casanova's old student, five foot five, Filipino. After he left Las Vegas, he couldn't get laid, so I got him laid in less than like a two weeks. Here's a five foot three Asian that got a blowjob. Little short little fuck. Didn't make me a video testimonial, but I just played it here. Fucking five foot four Korean student got a girlfriend. I'm grateful fuck. Didn't rep me. You get it now? You fucking idiot. Five foot six guy bangs like 8.5. One. I met him in London. I covered his face. He didn't want to be. You get my point? There's so many more screenshot testimonials I have not posted yet. So you're just making excuses. See, you're a sociopath. You you gotta you're just denying the proof. Cause you have to win at all costs. Exactly. You just proven my point. Exactly. Like you just say, oh, they're all Asian. So you have opinions as facts. No, no, no. Students are not all Asian. So let's continue. Hold up. You personally trained that Vegas Asian? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. So, uh, no, no, of course not. You. All right, let's continue. So another Chinese guy, five foot seven. He banged like five really hot white women in Europe. I was in Poland here. Uh, this guy pulled four times on boot camp, the same deal in front of him. Uh, Filipino student, five foot seven. Here's an Indian student in Australia. He just kept getting laid and then he burned out because he couldn't understand like his existence anymore. Five foot four Indian guy. Guy from India, five foot seven. My old roommate who's Indian. Uh, he's six foot tall, so he's good looking so that helped he didn't look indian he looked latino five foot six indian guy in the boot camp later on we got home we got a few lays this guy's got married to lost of virginia here but he's married now thanks to my training this guy had two girlfriends at the same time this indian guy banged like every fucking race Because I left. But that's not important. I'll take down the question. So. Indian guy pulled twice. But I think he's married now. Black student. Before joining the army. Got his first lay from day game. Right here. But Larry got two fuck buddies. He got over 20 something lays. I think he's up to 22. Black student. Same day lays on the very first approach. After the Skype. Another black student. Not very many approaches. He actually got two fuck buddies. Not one. But I couldn't find a picture of the other one. So. Latino student. Five foot seven. He got two girlfriends with my products. But he's complaining about it. Because he wanted a same day lay. Whatever. 
another Latino student, 18 year old high school student. He was actually 17, but you know, he would just say 18 here. And he got a girlfriend, but he also banged an older Asian woman who's a mother. So I got a blowjob from her. Five foot seven Latino guy. He banged the six foot two women. He was always worshiping white women. But he finally banged his blonde six foot two over here. And he had, had a Colombian girlfriend. He was Colombian too. She was 8.5 out of 10. Another student, Latino, very good looking guy. 8.5 out of 10 in looks. I'm 8.7. Just older, chubby. This guy got a girlfriend, 9 out of 10, 7 out of 10, four fuck buddies. This guy. He just dated models. He's too autistic. He started blaming me for shit. Kaizen, 40-year-old student, bangs like fucking 20-year-old. Much better looking than him. And here's the Middle Eastern guy. That This is the guy in the testimonial today. He was chubby and fat before. See the picture? He was chubby and fat right here. So he lost some weight. He made the physical changes. But that was the elite 30 right here. This student is engaged right now, half Filipino, half white. He took my boot camp, three legs on it. Russian student, very good looking guy. Three legs, one blowjob on the boot camp. So here's the 18 year old student again, the guy lost his virginity. Here's the white student from London. Here's a guy in the Philippines. He actually got like 20 something legs or more. He's like 25. He just. He lost some weight too and he just got better. And here is the old man before, before like the 21 year old and then 25. He got a girlfriend. And she's way hotter looking than he is, but she was not like 21 year old. She was like almost like 39 or 41 or something, something like that. Chinese student, he just pulled, but still a pole in the boot camp. He was ABCs of attraction student. A Korean student, one girlfriend, six lays. I think he moved to Toronto. This guy. He's one of my earlier students from 2012. Korean guy approached a girlfriend. So he was okay. He just needed like a little bit of help with approaching anxiety. Half Filipino, half white, two fuck buddies, I remember. Very chilled voice. Here's a guy from Thailand who basically would not make me a video testimonial, so I kind of made the screenshot one. Three lays, two white women, one Latina. But it's okay. I'll read them all out with the screenshot. This Chinese student procreate with a Latina. So he's a father now. You see that? That's his baby right over here. So a Chinese student. So he's a father. So one, he's not the only student that's a father. I got several students that are. Is there only way to deal with the rejections? Yeah, there is. Rejections are funny, and also like, you just tell yourself, I just want to see if she's a nice person or a bitch. And then when you talk to her, and she's like, rejects you, and just like, oh, I guess she's a bitch after all, or oh, she's nice after all. You don't know until you approach her. Hope that makes sense. But he had to give up his culture, right? Here's a five foot four Filipino student, 150 lays. He dressed exactly like, like me, 
He has the same fucking hairstyle. And this is way back then. I think I trained him around like 2014 or something. Or 2015 or something like that. I think, yeah, 2015. So he has exactly the same hairstyle. And he has exactly the same blazers. He has exactly the same pants. The same shoes. You get it? And he got 150 fucking lays. So it's not about giving up the culture. You're not giving up anything. You're still Asian. But you can assimilate. Here's a Quifin Casanova, a student Filipino guy. Got laid from pre-boot camp training here. Blowjob. This is not all the testimony. This is just the video ones. Wait until I post all the Indians and all the blacks. The blacks don't make me video testimonials because they, they suck off Justin Wayne. Korean 5 foot 4 guy, girlfriend. Very quickly, same hairstyle. It worked. You're not giving up anything. Yeah, keep it. Okay. So don't tell anyone that's how you deal with rejection, but it works really well. Nobody's ever heard of this before because this is inner circle technology of the naturals in the mansion. We just go up to them and just say, we want to see if she's a nice person or not. Just, just for fun, right? And then we just say, oh, I guess she's not a nice one. And you never get hurt by it because you don't know. It's just like you're giving her a lottery ticket. That's you because that's who you are. If she doesn't see the value in it, then fuck her. Next one. All right. It's funny because you're like, well, I guess she's not a nice person. Right, I guess she's a bitch after all. It's not to be disparaging or misogynistic, but what I'm saying is that it's just the mindset. So it's always funny. Or well, she's a nice person. You may think that she's gonna be mean, but she's a very nice person. Sounds like a cult. It's not a cult. It's a secret society, the inner circle. It's not a cult. We just share a lot of knowledge. Is like all the naturals are there. The millionaires and naturals, the rich, smart motherfuckers with perfect social skills, who has a cool lifestyle. So you can learn a lot from these people. You can learn a lot from these people. Because it's a better group than your fucking cult of stupid, you know, destructive, not taking responsibility, mental bullshit. Uh, is your mentor uh, part of it? Part of it, John. What do you mean, part of it? The problem is, whenever I get rejected, I feel like a loser. But thanks to that mindset, cool, right? Why would you feel like a loser? She doesn't know you, right? Maybe use Elite Thirty because this stops, right? Sometimes you realize if you listen to fucking idiots like self-proclaimed highly account guy, if you go up to her in a three-second rule mystery method, which only led to six late testimonials for ABCs and three for him, which is fucking like. Oh, yeah, um, Albert Einstein. Uh, Albert Einstein, my ass, Mr. Three fucking late testimonials. So you st when you get rejected, it's like, oh, yeah, just be stoic. And it's like a bouncing off the wall. You know, like some of you emotional cunts is not going to let bounce off the wall. So when you have this mindset, I just want to see if she's a bitch. Right? It's very fucking hilarious. Just like whatever. Right? You walk up to her, even in front of your friends. I just want to see if she's a nice person or not. I want to see if she's nice. Oh, I guess she's not, right? Next one, she, she loves you. And you're like, fuck. It's not about you. So you got to calibrate. So you got to stand 45 degrees. And the Filipino student that you heard earlier, when he's making adjustments to his elite 30, 
for his stop. He's working on the stop. When I say stand 45, when you stand 45, it's hard to be rejected when you speak slow. Excuse me, real quick. I have a question. I was looking for a place called Zara. Do you know where I can find it? The slower you go, because it's evolutionary psychology. She's hooked because she never heard any guy talk slow. Because the guys who talk slower has more value. Because they don't care. So therefore, it's hard to get rejected if you actually do the stop properly when you go far enough. And then you have enough distance. It's like a curling ball, right? Moving towards, right? So you're stopping here. I've had turn around, look at her. Excuse me real quick. She'll stop exactly in front of you. And if you're standing 45 degrees now, right? Now there's no pressure here, right? There's no pressure. So if this is a um, you, you stand 45 and you talk to her, blah, blah, blah. Now she's on the line because you're slowing down. So you don't need to plow. So it's hard to be rejected when you go indirect and then you switch to adaptive. But the guy's like, oh, yeah, but you don't co-read. Yeah, you have fucking three late testimonials. What the fuck are you talking about? Co-read. No, you start indirect and then you go to adaptive openers. You look like you are this plus that. Are you Are you this? X plus Y? Are you Z? And then you transition. Oh, by the way, I've noticed something else about you right now. And then you change the topic because you don't want to stay with that topic. Then if you wanted to use this stupid fucking opener, oh, by the way, my name is whatever. It's nice to meet you. My name is whatever. Simple. It's not, it's not rocket science. And then you can say, hey, I know we should be social distancing statements of empathy. You do it whenever she's freaking out. If she's freaking out earlier, you move this to earlier. If she's freaking out later, you can use it later. Like, hey, I know we should be social distancing. But listen, I'm vaccinated. I'm healthy. She's like, it's okay. Because you disarm the weapon. It's like crab my gut. You know? It's like a four-step. One, two, three. Push it down. Boom. And then disarm. Four. One, two, three, four. <clears throat> right? Down here. So it's the same thing. She's afraid. You know? Redirect the line of fire. First concept of crab my gut. Which is... Indirect. And then, you know, you control the weapon, which is using adaptive opener because it's more natural. And you say, oh, by the way, I've noticed something. I'll push it down. Back at them. By the way, I've noticed something else about you right now. What? I've noticed that you are whatever, adaptive opener. And now you can just continue talking. I know we should be social distancing right now. But don't worry. I'm vaccinated. I'm healthy. Disarm the fear. Underneath, twist, pull it out the finger. Get it? One, two, <clears throat> four. Right? In case it has a malfunction, because sometimes a gun, if you grab it, the bullet will be stuck. So you got to rack it, slap the slide, and the bullet will eject. This is how we are trained in Krav Maga. But it's the same concept. So the opener becomes a weapon disarming. And you see me disarming weapons in, in my other videos because I'm trained to do it. Does that make sense? I never realized how powerful the mindsets are. They are very powerful, man. So my circle doesn't hide the truth. Nobody's. Your circle is full of toxic sociopaths. 
this is not the truth. This is your opinions as facts. Opinions as facts. Victims, sociopaths. So you're all the same sociopaths. A group of sociopathic Asians that have nothing better to do than to be victims because you cannot take responsibility. I'm saying the truth here. But your truth versus you're just a small fucking population of stupid form users that have nothing to do. Fuck, I just given up my intermittent fasting. Do I eat tomorrow? Fuck. Wasting my time talking to you. Justin is an impossible case. No, he's an unteachable case. People like him are so stuck that you you need to hit rock bottom, Justin, until you change. You have not hit rock bottom yet. One of these days, you will take responsibility and change. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. It's meant to be, it's up to me. Justin's like, if it's meant to be, it's all the white man's fault. Dude, because they're all racist, right? No. Johnny Elite, the world's best D-game coach, is saying white people are the most wonderful people I've ever met. They're just xenophobic. They're not racist. I would say only 10% is racist, 90% xenophobic. If I were to breaking down the ratio, white people are not racist. Ever. When you are dressing in their tribe, they treat you like family. They'll treat you like family. It's your fault. The entire forum group, because you're low self-esteem and fashion, you have create you have caused this to yourself because your Asian pride should be called Asian eagle. And then you got people like ABCs that are supporting this Asian eagle or Asian pride. Sounds conditional. It's not conditional. If you switch your fashion, you'll never go back to your old fashion. In fact, when you start seeing all the white people or your friends in the future by the way you dress, you will never want to hang around your fucking Asian tribe again because they limit you. That's the truth. When you finally bang your first white women because you're dressed like a whitewash person and then all of them are your friends now, your Asian friends who are socially retarded and autistic, they're no longer going to be your friends. You're going to distance yourself from them. That's when you realize that John was right. You'd be like, white people are so nice, right? And the Asians are just like, they're just so fucking Asperger's with no facial expressions and tonality changes. You're going to start to feel like they don't, you don't understand them anymore. That's when you change and you realize the whole forum group was keeping you back from this change. You're not assimilating. It's not conditional. It's more like self-esteem. You don't have it. That's the only thing. That's what's driving your delusions because you lack fucking self-esteem. Self-esteem is not there. Delusions are higher for sociopaths. Narcissism goes up. Self-esteem goes down. You're not assimilating. It's more like you're not changing conditionally. You, you motherfuckers think it's like conditional or you think it's like, oh, um, if I become whitewash, I lose my identity. No, you got even more of your identity. People get to see the real you because you're wearing the body armor of the enemy and now they're finally listening to you. They're respecting you. And on top of that, you're part of their tribe. You no longer feel any sort of mental abuse that you or emotional abuse that you experience from white people no more from xenophobia. Justin, leave the forums. They'll help you. Yeah, just that's the problem. If he leaves it after a week, he'll come back. His mindset will make it come back and he'll blame everyone.
he'll leave it for a month and he'll come back because he feels a sense of community there, a human need, contribution, growth, connection, certainty, uncertainty. It meets all of Justin's human needs. Why is everyone giving me advice? Because you're wrong. The whole world sees it. And maybe the advice is accurate. Maybe there's something to the advice. Maybe what they're trying to tell you is that when you get over the swamp, it's like, okay, this is the best way to understand it, Justin. Imagine you're like a ship, okay? Um, right here. So you're in salt water. Now there's like barnacles all over the ship, okay? It's weighing you down. Does that make sense? It's weighing you down. When you go into fresh water, which is out of the fucking farm group, all the barnacles fall off. And then you start to see in the fresher perspective. Because right now, like I said, for the five mindsets, the last one, thoughts and feelings, your thoughts and feelings is creating a manifestation rather than reading books or consuming better information. You're out there. Just give a thumbs up if you guys are learning something. You, you are weighing yourself down. You're weighing yourself down. You know, I should get going. At least, fuck, I don't have to break the fast today. I'd eat something. Or maybe I'll drink some fucking protein shakes or something. I don't know. I, I already passed my fucking fasting period. If you guys learned something, that's great. So, yeah, just Middle Eastern student, got same-day lay. Only my students are getting results for day game for Delta, for products. Elite 30, first student, Elite Playbook. My old products already work because there's a solution. I don't have to invent new products if they already work. How many products do I need for the solution? That's all I say. So thank you, John. All right, no problem. Anyways, nice talking to you guys. And I hope there was some educational things. I'm not here to make fun of you or make you feel bad. I just hope that somewhere I planted a seed, Justin, that maybe it might lead you to get out of that prison in your mind and you start to make changes in your life. And don't forget to... If you do one thing, Justin, can you buy this book from Amazon? Don't call me a guru. I am not a cult leader. Do not worship me. This is not a cult. This is a deep programming. Justin, buy this one, Extreme Ownership. It has a different cover now. It's like white color, a newer edition. When you read this book, sometimes your mindset may not change, but it'll plant a good seed about Extreme Ownership. A lot of good lessons in here you can apply for your life. All right. So it's called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilkins and Leif Babin. So it's called Extreme Ownership, how, uh, how the U.S. Navy SEALs lead and win. And this is the kind of mentality my students need to survive the Delta variant. They all have to upgrade their mindsets. This is not inner game RSD shit or ABCs of low self-esteem shit where you are enough. No, you're not enough. You got to stop making excuses and you got to release the handbrake so you can pull the trigger. And on that note...